0: So there I was, in Encourage 40, with my guild. We were there because about 80% of the guild had never seen it, so we decided to go in. And I was reminded of something very disturbing about Encourage that has nothing to do with the actual instance, but it's what this instance does to people. Especially and specifically what it does to fish feasts. Because this had happened one time before when we had done a AQ20. And a fish feast went out. Now what happened that time, and I thought it was just a separate instance, but we put down a fish feast and one of our guildies came over and threw up on it. And let me tell you, there ain't nothing, there ain't nothing more disturbing than an undead spewing fluorescent green vomit all over your fish feast. Let me tell you, nobody wanted to touch the fish feast. And who can blame them, right? Well, there we were now in AQ40. Down goes the fish feast. And this particular guildie was not around. We thought we were safe. But oh no, violence! toward fish feasts continued when someone took out their pug yes the pug that you get for pugging they took out their little pug and they put it on top of the fish feast oh isn't that adorable now i will say the pug is adorable but for those who have not seen it yet the pug does something else the pug Let's see how to put this there is no way the pug scoots only way to describe it the pug scoots its little bottom across on the floor and In this instance scooted its little bottom across our fish feast You never saw I think 12 people get to their feet faster and in one voice cry out Ew! ever than we did we were that in unison as a guild we were as a guild we were united in disgust and it is amazing to me that pixels have this effect on people because no one wanted to touch the fish feast after this and well who can blame them so i'm wondering is it is, is anyone else out there experiencing this this violence towards, toward toward innocent feasts being put down in these instances, by people throwing up or putting their pugs on them. It's just wrong. It's wrong. Leave the fish feasts alone. And on that note, I think you can tell what kind of show you're in for on this next episode of. Horror Horror Radio. <laughs> And welcome to For The Board Radio, episode 43. We thank you for downloading and listening. We are back from... The holidays. We are back now and focused and raring to go. We hope you all had a wonderful holiday, a great new year, and here we are in 2010. And we do hope you enjoyed our holiday show. We've gotten a lot of positive feedback, which I'm thrilled to hear. So thank you to everyone for that. That was awesome. And uh, well, here we are. We're back on track, back on schedule, back on our regular regular show rotation and i gotta say a lot has happened since i last did a show uh there's there's been so many holidays and events and things that i gotta tell you i don't know where to begin i really don't i'm stuck there's just too much to talk about i guess i think the first thing i need to talk about are some shout outs because i never want to forget shout outs uh and I tend to if I let them go. So I wanna start off with a couple of shout outs for folks. Uh the first goes to Narrow of Off the Air, who is currently taking a break from WoW. Totally understandable. Break taking from WoW. Totally understandable. But I do gotta give a huge shout out to Narrow for a ton of help that was given. And it was just awesome and cool and flabbergasting and jaw dropping and wow so huge thank you and shout out to you and we hope that um your hiatus is good and we see you again soon and my second shout out has to go to Raleigh's on the Anderhall server and with this shout out comes a story most of my stuff comes with a story but this is coming with a short story that we will share with you Raleigh- see let me explain Raleigh's has a really cool thing Raleigh's is a DJ for WHRD Radio for the Horde of Anderholm, and basically what this is, it's a live feed on Ventrilo You gotta have, you gotta be hooked up with Vent, and have all their info, and it's pretty much just listening to music. It's awesome, and Raleigh's will come on now and then, and do what DJs do, and go, and now our next song is, and <laughs> etc. But it's awesome and it's cool. And it's just a really cool thing if you're just cruising around wow or doing whatever and you want some tunes to listen to, hey, it's very slick. And they can get away with that where I can't. I'm pre-recorded. They, they, they frown upon pre-recording and music. They really do. And this brings me to the story because Raleigh's is a listener of the show, which is awesome. And in fact, has claimed that For the Horde Radio was responsible for the becoming of radio for the horde which you know i can't tell you how much how that that's like oh wow that's so cool and and that and is freaking cool that's awesome so raleigh's is a listener to the show now raleigh's has swung over a mandarin occasionally and here's the story he shows up one evening saturday evening and pops on and goes you know annie ed I uh, was wondering if you had some time tonight, maybe in about an hour or so, to to do an interview. Now, at this point, we 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 had a we did have a, a, a guild raid together, and I never liked blowing off my guild raids, because um, it's hard for all of us to kind of get together and do them in the first place, so I never liked blowing them off, and I kind of said, Ooh, an hour, uh, is there any way we can pull this off in like 30 minutes? Now, let me tell you, let me pause the story and tell you what's going on in my head. I'm sitting there thinking okay we sit down he asks a bunch of questions I answer a bunch of questions we're done that's what I'm thinking okay cool and he thinks about that and says you know what that shouldn't be a problem um hopefully I will have enough people on and that kind of skipped over my brain that part that sentence kind of just went boop, boop, and skipped over my brain I didn't quite understand it but I kind of blew it off a little like okay people right all right whatever So a half hour goes by i had been on uh the vent channel before so i had heard their music they play and it's very cool so i hop on and there's a whole bunch of people and i'm hanging out and i'm thinking all right what are we when are we going to get to this i guess uh you know somebody else is going to take over what and raleigh's comes on the song finishes playing raleigh's comes on and he starts with and now ladies and gentlemen we got a great you know we have a great great special thing lined up for you. This is awesome. But before we get into that, let me play you this. And I start hearing the For the Horde radio promo. But halfway through the promo, before halfway through listening to my own promo, it dawns on me that this is not going to be pre-recorded. This is going to be a live interview. You can't put a podcaster on live? Are you mad? We're podcasters. We're the opposite of people. You cannot put us on live. So that's when it dawned on me halfway through hearing my own promo playing go, Oh, fudge. Only I didn't say fudge. And he comes up and opens my mic and boom. And there, he Ed, here you go. And I gave the crappiest interview of my life. <laughs> ever not that i've really done it i have interviewed other people i'm down with that but i've really never given too many myself i've given one or two this really was like a negative number um and i don't think he's ever going to ask us back i'm pretty sure of that and it was largely because a my head wasn't like there Um uh, you know this is during holiday season so believe me my head was nowhere near podcasting i was i was on break as it were so my brain was nowhere near the pod, and it's like, okay, we got the, the guild run happening and you know, it's like and then all of a sudden it dawned on me, it's an interview time. I gave the lousiest interview and I have to apologize there. Cause he's doing great. He's you know, building up, he's building up my show where I should be building up. Basically I came on and went um are uh, a pod. And we uh we talk about World of Warcraft. And uh did I say we're a pod? I mean, it was horrible. I did so lousy. I felt so bad when I got done with this. So um, shout out to Raleigh's for putting up with me for the interview. And to the rest of you guys, go check him out. Because let me tell you, he's got a great DJ voice too. Oh my God, he's got the perfect DJ voice ever. So again, it's WHRD. And you can find them at, I'm going to give you the website, H ttp semicolon forward slash forward slash w h r d dot webs w e b s dot com i'm gonna have it up on our site too but there you go go on to their site because then um, you can get all the vent information that you need To log in and just listen and it's awesome because like i said all they do is play music and stuff it's it's just it's just really cool it's really really cool so little story there for you uh thank you raleigh's for uh for tolerating (laughs) that crappy interview of crappiness and on that note we'll move on (laughs) and we'll talk about some stuff that's happening game i don't know what i mean let's see what have we missed there's been so much we had pilgrims day Let's touch on Pilgrim's Day briefly. I, well, I say briefly, it could be longer. Briefly, Pilgrim's Day. I liked Pilgrim's Day, and I think anyone who had, who wanted to level that cooking loved Pilgrim's Day. Rock on for Pilgrim's, for Pilgrim's Day. But I gotta mention, some of the... Uh, now, one of the big issues with Pilgrim's Day, one of the achievements, was you had to shoot... Now, I don't know how this tied in, but you had to shoot rogues. Any rogue out there, I'm raising my own hand right now. Any rogue out there knows they were shot. Now, here's what I don't understand. The venom that rogues had, the well, downright some of them were downright prissy about the whole thing. Believe me, I somehow without I think Blizzard looks and says, "Okay, what characters and class does Auntie Ed have so that we make an achievement where every single freaking character she's got is going to get something for each holiday." Because, let me tell you, I get pumpkin heads, I get snowflakes, and yes, I got turkeyed. No, I didn't mind the turkey. I gotta tell you, because hey, you take the freaking buff off, you don't want it. And but what I did notice were people who were getting shot, these rogues, they'd they hold on to that damn buff for a freaking hour. They would hold it for an hour and go, no, I'm a turkey. No, 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 you wanted, someone shot me. Now I'm a turkey, you don't get it. To shoot me again So, kind of like, oh please, I was shot so many times As a freaking turkey doing my thing And I saw During one of the, uh It was an undercity, and I felt so bad for this poor kid It was some little level 10 Little, little noob Level 10 And there was a level 80 rogue And of course a level 10 shoots level 80 And the 80 ripped him a new hole I mean, just ripped this poor little noob To shred, but dude It's a freaking game, A, B. Sorry, Blizz-targeted rogues, but there it is. There's no need to take your foul mood out on a poor little level 10. So you know what I did? Yeah, I shot him too. No, I didn't need it by that point. I just shot him anyway. He pissed me off yelling at little level 10. But see, this is what I did on my rogue, and I think rogues lost an opportunity here because a lot of them were mad about it. Now, I can't understand, but I think... I've grown used to it, because like I say, any goddamn holiday out there, my character, one, if not more, of my characters is going to get it. There's got to be other people out there with this. I can't be alone. Somebody always gets it, no matter what holiday it is, they will get it. So it's like, it's part of the holiday. Get over it. Just deal. What I did on my rogue, I really didn't get too far. I only did the dailies, the cooking dailies. I really, Because I'm not quite attached to my rogue. I mean, I've, I've been, the rogue's 64, for goodness sakes. But I've been really more into my Lock. But that's later. Um, so I really didn't play the rogue too much. But I was cruising around on him. And yes, he was getting shot left and right and being a turkey. And that's all well and good. Because what I would do was I would do the dailies every single... Quest turn in and they give you the option i'd get a turkey gun and if anyone shot me turn about to play i'd shoot them back no harm hey you could shoot me that's cool i'll just shoot you back so i found ways to balance this uh the most the greatest thing i ever saw was somebody did a bid and it's the most beautiful opening shot it's two turkeys riding a mechanical hog i mean now that's just loving that's just like enjoyment right there to me just that, that view of two turkeys sitting on a hog riding down the road is sheer enjoyment of the game. It's just an enjoyment of the event. And that's what it should have been. Now we won't go into, although I could, um, uh, the, what, what I viewed as some biased nature when it came to the PvP side of this achievement. We had to sit at the enemy's table, and we will not go into large detail about the fact that every horde table was 8,000 miles outside of every freaking city with, you know, one level 15 guard, and every horde table was inside the capital with big, giant freaking level 80 elites around it. We won't mention that. No. Uh, (laughs) all right, that's exaggerated, but God, it felt like it, didn't it? That's a point, but you know what? We're past Thanksgiving. We're past Pilgrim's Day. We are past Winter Vale, and I must say, shifting holidays now, I got my Proto-Drake. Yes, I did. I got the purple Proto-Drake. I was so happy, and I will never do those freaking holiday achievements ever again in my life, ever. Holy God. Holy God. I will never do those again. of course i say this now but i'm looking at it i'm looking because my hunter of course my hunter got she's the oldest she gets it i'm looking at her on it and going damn my lock would look good on that so you know i probably will who knows but uh right now i'm twitching at even the thought of oh heavens what's up next it's not the the valentine equivalent it's something else i think it's the oh no it is valentine's next i'm sorry What the hell do they call it? Love Day or some ridiculous thing? It's Valentine's. Which brings me to a question I have to put forth to all of you. Who can tell me what the hell happened to the abominations in the freaking Undercity? One day they were there. The next day they vanished. Can somebody tell me where the hell... What happened? Now what I'm hearing is, well, based on the whole... For those of us who have done it, the whole Wrathgate thing where you fought through the undercity not to give spoilers but by this point well you gotta know what goes on (laughs) and again it really to hear about it and do it two separate things so i've heard that's kind of how it ties in it's supposed to tie in with the cataclysm but cataclysm's like 12 months away uh roughly i don't know but one day they were there the next day they're fired and orcs are there now i will say on one hand, it's like, well, that's good because I really hated asking for directions in the undercity because you'd have to walk up to one of those freaking things with its nasty noise that it made—this like gurgle, bubbling, yuck noise—and <laughs> I would always like look away from my screen while well, I talk to it like I, I gotta ask directions I, I need to know what this is but god I don't want to talk to you and what made me think of that is of course Valentine's Day because of, that's what used to happen in each of the cities you had to go and you know give a valentine to the guards and let me tell you I talked about this last year the freaking abominations in the undercity were the worst meanest bastards in the whole game they would break your heart in a second and in my view what the hell do you have to break my heart look at you Look at you. You have your intestines hanging out, and you got nerve to turn me down. So, at least this year it'll be a little more pleasant to the eye. But I can't help but think, you know, these were our abominations. You know, yes, they were ugly. Yes, they made gross noises, but they were ours. Damn it. Does anyone know exactly? Because right now all I'm hearing is theory and oh maybe and oh it's probably. Does anyone know for sure? What? the hell happened to the abominations and why they were fired because all I can see is a freaking line at the unemployment line of abominations now how do you get another job how as an abomination do you stand there and what qualifications do you have not a lot I gotta tell you so I'm just wondering if anyone knows what lore is involved with this is it I'm thinking in combination with the whole Wrathgate thing where Sylvanas had to fight and there were a lot of abominations going down you know, they all got fired, apparently. And what's his face? The uh, the demon is fired, too. I understand he's not there anymore. I haven't looked, but I understand he's not there anymore. I'm just curious. Does anyone know of, like, a real reason? Because I'm getting a lot of theory on it, but nobody knows for certain what happened. Just throwing that out there. So, um, yeah. Wintervale has come and gone. And, as oh, it was Wintervale. What are you going to do? But let's. uh, Well, I know I'm going on for a bit here. Um, I told you I have so much to talk about, so much to like get into. So I won't try. I'll try to cut it short and not go on so long. But I will say, uh, the BB gun achievement. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who did that? Because you don't need it. You don't need it unless you're like an achievement nut. You don't need it for the proto Drake. You didn't need it to complete the winter. Veil thing. You didn't need it for the holiday. But it was there if you wanted to do it. Well, of course, we wanted to try it. Uh, do these BB guns actually hit anything? Because let me tell you, you'd get. I mean, it's hard enough to get in there. Let's face it. It's hard enough to get up to these people, period. Never mind, you take a shot at them and it misses. It misses? Excuse me? I will tell you a story about that and then I'll go away. Um, <laughs> Because we were doing it, and our last target, oh dear God, our last target was Varian Wynn. Kill me. So we get there, and we kind of broke up, because now here's my problem. We broke up running into Stormwind, and this was really bad for me, because I don't know where anything is in storm wind i've mentioned this i get so freaking lost so here i am one of those moments you're riding along and you're hearing people invent and oh dear i got knocked off and oh i'm dead and i went over this way and all of a sudden you turn around you look and you're all by yourself and you have no freaking clue where you are this is not a good position to be in so long long story squished um we eventually make it in and what kept happening was, to me anyway, we actually got, uh, I died close enough so that when I rezzed we were in this kind of little side room so you could at least rezz and heal up a little and just kind of wait for your shot. You didn't, you weren't like smack in the middle of the room, you kind of walked to the side a little so it was kind of cool. And every single freaking time I'd miss. I'd, he's there, I take the gun, I shoot, I'm a hunter for Christ's sakes, you think I'd be able to get the shot? No! I'd shoot. I wouldn't get it. I would not get the achievement. Over and over and over again. It was really... And you know the run back to Stormwind, please. And it was happening to a couple folks. So what obviously the plan was, was once somebody got it, because he was our last target, and so once they got the achievement, they would come back and pretty much run distraction. It'd be like, nobody res until we come. We'll pop first. Gather, like, all the guards and stuff. You pop, shoot, and hopefully you get it. So this was... Actually, I gotta admit, it was a lot of fun. But uh, it it had a frustrating quality just because kept missing. And there's nothing you could do. It's like, what? Oh, heavens. We had this tactic going, so I finally get it. I finally shot him, and God, I hope it was right between the eyes. Because I'm pretty much the second you shoot him, all the guards, like, turn on you. <laughs> Everyone turns on you. an aggro magnet. And then you're dead. So... we we all came back, we had one more person who also was having this issue, also couldn't get it, she also got lost in Stormwind, so there she is in our little alcove, now by this point Thunder, who had been running main interference had to hearth, he's like, guys, I'm I'm red, I'm completely red by this point, I have no armor, I'm not wearing anything, I might as well not be so he had no choice, he had to hearth, and it's cool, but here's what we have left, we have The person who needs it, who's obviously not going to be fighting, their their goal is to shoot him. You have me in my little hunter cell. We had a lock, and we had a mage. None of us really were meant for tanking, so here's what we did. This is when I uh, use skills you never thought you needed. See, this is where imagination comes in. We managed to to get her the right shot she needed because the lock unleashed his infernal, the mage did that mirror image thing. So there's like 12 of her. I unleashed the pumpkins. Because I still have my pumpkin sword. And yes. The mechanical Greach. And this would cost enough of a hubbub. So that she was able to finally get her shot off. And she got the achievement too. But let's just you know. Pointing out. Sometimes you you know. I'm all for Because you know what I'm not going to get into in this episode. I'm not going to get into the looking for group deal the whole LFG system you will not see me talk about that one because I've so run out of time um, and two because I don't want to you don't really want to hear me go on for another half hour about this I know you don't I will save that little nugget for next show because I will probably lose my spleen if I start talking about it but you can definitely use your imagination as a team and get the goal done man so just remember that anyway we are gonna go into our first music break and this I was so happy to get. This was sent in to me. And I'm not, you know what? I'm not going to tell you who it was sent in to me by until the end of the song. And this is a just awesome piece and it is called Top of the Mountain. Was Top of the Mountain by Zach Russell. Also better known to his guildies of Off the Air as Bandel. I was just as freaking surprised. I was just as freaking surprised when he sent this in. Holy God, I went Really, Band? That was you? It was awesome. So, Bandel, thank you so much for sending that in. That rocked. Uh, I absolutely loved it. So, thank you so much, and uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it, too.
1: Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff. It's the view from the barn with your host, Big V. 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 Right. So you know, it's been a while since uh, been in the studio. You know, been on a uh, little bit of a hiatus since we did the uh, a Veil show. Ostensibly, I've been in game. Nah, not really. I haven't played at all. So I'm just gonna make this crap up as I go.
0: All right. I- we would expect nothing less.
1: No, so I created uh, a level 85 Night Elf Mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it kind of makes me think, uh, now that we mentioned the, uh, the Night Elf Mohawk. You know, I just love the fact that that's in the game.
0: That was very cool.
1: It makes me smile. I mean, I will haul my butt out to the starting areas just to get those five grenades. <laughs> For no other reason than to just stand in the auction house and throw one.
0: <laughs> have you seen what it does to a tauran though?
1: Uh, no. You haven't seen? I have it? not. Oh my god! I have not done. I have not done it on the tauren.
0: You need to see what this looks like on a tauran because it's damn right scary. Is it? It's disturbing, scary.
1: Okay. okay uh, uh, you describe. Um, mm-hmm.
0: So the Mister T head is really large. Yeah. And it looks really warped. It's just <laughs> disturbing to see this on a tauren. I, I've i seen it happen uh, on Thunder, and I've made him take it off. <laughs> it's like, no, Wait dude, a minute. Dude, you, can't you made take-
1: somebody You made somebody dispel an outfit?
0: Yes. I, well, the head, yes.
1: You? You. What? The queen of the pumpkin heads?
0: No one says you can't take a pumpkin head. No, but
1: you just throw it back (laughs) on. (laughs) Just throw it
0: back on. But no one says you can't take it off. Or bunny ears.
1: Okay. that's hitting a little close to home. Anyway. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Continuing on. Yeah. But seriously, there, I found that, you know, it's sort of like, you know, taking a tranquilizer. Almost, you know, you're having a bad day, you know, all, you know, none of your stuff sold at the auction house. What do you do? You pity the fools. You just do. And then if they dispel it, you throw it again. I got five of these. I can, you know what? I can do this four more times. You dispel it. I'm throwing it right back on you. And I got a bunch of alts and I will find you and I will mohawk you. The only thing, kind of the only drag about, you know, the Night Elf Mohawk is, uh, <laughs> you know, like any other NPC, you can't inspect him. Do you think that they would have made more slots for trinkets on him oh, I for think his so. chains? Uh,
0: I think so, yeah. He, he's probably all
2: trinket slots.
1: Yeah, probably so. Yeah I, yeah, I mean, seriously. I mean, I would be good with him just having all trinkets and nothing else. Cause really, that's all you, all he needs trinkets, really. Yeah, and that's all I got on uh, the whole uh, Night Elf Mohawk thing. I don't know, you know, what made me think of it, but by George, there it is. Um,
0: <laughs> and, and we appreciate it. I, I'm, yeah, thank you. Um, that's yes.
1: yes. Here, let me just lay a big fat turd right at the beginning <laughs> of the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh really now somebody run, get it over somebody with. run that uh somebody run that through a filter we'll get the corn out of it. Um
0: oh, god oh, oh.
1: Yes, indeed. <laughs>
0: oh, and we have taken a new low. Oh my.
1: I can go way lower than that. That's I'm just sure the one that came can. out. Yeah. Anyway, because let's face it, guys, I may be an old guy, but uh really in my head I'm only about 15. So, mm. yeah. I can go way than lower me. than that. Well <laughs> Physically, I may be, you know, short, fat, and bearded, but no. In my, in my head, yeah, my voice is still changing. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I've played around with the cow a little bit. I've done a little of this. I've done a little of that, and I can't seem to get out of Grizzly Hills now as i've mentioned ad nauseum i really like grizzly hills but damn i can't get out of it the quests just keep coming and coming and coming and there's nothing there's nothing you can do about it i mean it's like a wave of zombies you know you get you take one out you know three more take its place actually that'd be kind of like rabbit zombies yeah kill one three more coming
0: we've talked about rabbit zombies i think Sure have we? I bet we have.
1: You know, it, <laughs> we it would, to. Su- would not surprise me. No. Um, so, moving on from that. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't get out of Grizzly Hills. So, you know, I I lost the will to live. <laughs> and um,
0: Throwing yourself down
1: the log flume. Yeah, seriously, throwing myself down the log flume. And I'm still trying to get a really good picture of that. Because, <laughs> let's face it, a cow going over the falls on a log, you get that from just the right angle, that flying on a broomstick, that holds nothing to that. <laughs> Hold the candle. <laughs> uh,
2: um, I'm still
1: trying to get the get the good picture of that, but I, I, you got to time it just right. And if the camera angle is just not there... Um, so... Uh, <laughs> If anybody is uh, better at that whole screenshot thing than I am, and I'm pretty sure you are, if you can send me a pi- send send me your pictures of that. You going off the falls, riding on the log, and you know the view I want. There we go. There send you. them in. All right. Um, Start
2: the
0: year off on a classy note.
1: On a classy note, seriously.
0: <laughs> this is a classy episode of For the Horde Radio. Damn it. Yes.
1: And if you can if you can do the fart emote while you're doing it, that's even better. <laughs> wow, that would take some multitasking though, wouldn't it? My God, I have the attention span of a goldfish. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. Anyway, uh, so I've, did I mention that I started a rogue?
0: I don't think you have mentioned this yet.
1: Okay, yes, I have started a rogue. And I decided, and I thought to myself, okay, what would be the scariest race for a rogue? Okay, I think we can all pretty much agree that the undead are just pretty scary. But that's because they got the whole zombie thing going. You know, the rotten flesh, the tattered clothes, the glowing eyes... You know, the six, you know, the, the six pack a day smoking voice. Yeah. So they're pretty, sc- they're pretty scary. But for something to just kind of whoop up on you out of the shadows, I'm going with the troll. I mean, big tusks, little tusks, tall hair, short hair. They're just scary looking. And you know, if you remember, I had that death knot at one point that I did as a troll and just thought it was the coolest thing in the world, except that he couldn't wear shoes. Yeah, I mean, there's no shoe love going on nope, in Azra. Nope. No, don't know why. I mean, seriously, there's no shortage of animals to skin and make shoes. I mean, Taran can't wear shoes either. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, they got hooves. Trolls, yeah, trolls got big feet. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, so do orcs. Orcs got big feet, they wear shoes.
0: Even on deck, so what's wear shoes. A-
1: yeah, <laughs> well they're they're falling apart, but okay, they can still wear granted, it. All right,
0: yeah, but still they can seriously, wear it.
1: Seriously, I mean the shoes don't have soles. But, you know, <laughs> uh, but seriously, so what's up with the shoe conspiracy? I tend to think it's uh, Van Cleef. Oh yeah, I, v- I think it's VC. That's right. He's been hiding out in the caverns for a while. I think the goblins got him convinced, or if not the goblins, it's Mister Smudge. It's Smite hanging out down there on the gangplank before he get on the boat. You know, every now and then on his coffee break, he'll go up to the he'll go up to the bridge and say, "Hey, you know, I can't wear shoes. I ain't had shoes in I don't know how long. I don't think the trolls should be able to wear shoes either. So, we need to do something about that. And he's done something in his own very sneaky way. That's actually probably where the new heroic Deadmines is going to come from. It's going to be a quest line. The Shoeless Troll Conspiracy Gonna be a long quest chain too
0: Buster Brown quest line Yes
1: Oh, 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 <laughs> oh yes There you go
0: With the epic boss favor. <laughs> Man am I dating myself there wow.
1: Ooh, 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 wow
0: You get that
2: You're one of us <laughs>
1: Seriously You get the reins of the velcroed kangaroo uh, it's an epic mount. It's got a less chance of a drop than the Rivendare mount, I believe.
2: That would be cool. I got to tell you.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Kangaroo mount. I don't know, mm-hmm. man. I'm liking that idea.
1: Yeah, seriously. So, anyway, that's going to be the new hero deadminds. Wow. All over the place tonight here on Just... uh, view from the barn. Uh, <laughs> really a... say, my god, this is this show is like listening to an audio book of Ulysses. God. Uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so anyway, um I, I was I think I was talking about making a uh, making rogue and I made him a troll because something like that, that whoops up on you out of the shadows. Yeah, that's going to be scary. And it says, "Greetings, man." Seriously. That's really one big way to loosen your sphincter. You hear that? Which is
0: something that everyone should aspire to. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, wow, it's all about the poo here tonight too I'm not really sure where that's coming from but anyway you yeah, I made this I made this rogue yeah God, when was it? It must have been right around Thanksgiving because I leveled up my cooking like a bitch. Um <laughs> I mean seriously at the time he was level seven with 300 cooking. I gotta say I finally see the I find I not only see the rogue now I see the troll. I've kind of glossed over trolls in the past and partially because they can't wear shoes somehow i can look past the undead's clothes turning into tatters just you know epic gear that turns into rags when they put it on
0: just not fair
1: yeah it's not and you know then i look at the trolls i'm like i can't even wear shoes good grief anyway i've kind of passed them by but not not this time this time i'm sticking with them And they've got that whole berserk thing. That's good for a rogue. Let me tell you. I'm loving it. You not only can steal from other characters, you get to stab them in the back a lot. (laughs) Sneak up on them, steal their stuff, and stab them in the back.
0: What's not to like?
1: Seriously, really, what is not to like? But they're a fiddly class. Let me tell you. It's not just. I mean, it is kind of run up and stab stuff, so it is kind of like a warrior, which I'm used to. It's just that, okay, do you have a dagger in your main hand or your off hand, or what weapon do you have in your main hand? Is it a slow main hand weapon and a fast off hand weapon? Oh, bloody hell, I don't know. Just give me two sharp things and let me start stabbing. But after doing a little reading, I was like, okay, slow main hand weapon, fast off hand weapon. Okay. Woot. (laughs) So, you know, actually, I've been training up every weapon I can. So he can use damn near anything that he picks up. Seriously, he's skill—he—he's maxed out his skill levels and unarmed and thrown. That's really probably a pretty small thing that nobody cares about. But I'm proud of it.
2: Damn right. Damn right.
1: Seriously, I'm loving my rogue. And I can't wait until I can finally, you know, get out there and... Get him up to Northrend, which is going to be a hell of a long time because, well, I got the Death Knot to get up there.
0: Don't you uh, sound so enthusiastic about that?
1: Well, I mean, hell's bells. How many times can you punch through Outland? I mean, seriously, uh, isn't there some. I mean, do you really have to go to another planet just to take a boat to the North Pole?
0: Yes, apparently, yes, unless you really want to, like, squeeze the life out of the Plague Lands. The only thing that will carry only so far, too.
1: Yeah, really. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna do Plaguelands and Silithus. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot of options here. Yeah, it's Dermal. Yeah. Strat. That'll do it. Mm.
0: Mm, Strat.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Strat. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Now. <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously, kill me now.
0: It try- was a kill me now dungeon back at you know cap sixty. It,
1: it yeah. hasn't improved. <laughs> it's still on fire. It's still infested with zombies. Yeah, my gameplay is definitely spotty at best. Uh, I never, I never know when I'm going to be on. And it um, sucks. It totally sucks. Yeah, it does because you know there's a ton of stuff out there that I want to do and want to do with the guild. It's just that uh, and. Yeah, I'm not there. You're
0: not there. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we could, like, get your character in and, like, have you put you on follow at least. <laughs> 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 I mean, just follow someone around. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so at least we can feel like you're there, you know?
1: Yeah, seriously. Just log in, uh,
0: you know, come in, put yourself on follow, and go to work. You know,
1: we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll make sure no, you don't that... die. Yeah, seriously, that that doesn't um that doesn't violate terms of use at all. No. I don't think not it's at not. all. Oh, no, seriously. I'd come in, my account would be locked so fast and make your head spin. <laughs>
0: no, actually more of the story would be you'd be dead and we couldn't res you. That kinda beyond and,
1: <laughs> I'd, and I, seriously I'd wake up and like Moradon or something. So, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. where am I? What the hell am I doing out here? <laughs> Yeah, and desolate guys.
0: Yeah, we would put you somewhere really awful. That would be it. Yeah,
1: oh, <laughs> yeah, like every book.
0: Yeah, yeah we dump you somewhere.
1: <laughs> see, where,
0: where can we put them Let's put him
1: in the Night Elf starting area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Seriously, it's like weekend at Bernie's. Uh, <laughs>
0: hey, this is not a bad idea. I'm liking yeah,
1: seriously. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, where's Waldo? Where is V?
1: Yeah, where is V?
0: Guess where we put V? <laughs> yeah,
1: seriously, I wake up, I'm dead underwater in Zanger Marsh. <laughs> Where's V's corpse? There uh, you go, there you go. <laughs> no, you haul my ass up on top of that tall freaking tree, then the night elf starting area, and then push my ass off. <laughs> and you fall for ten minutes and then hit a branch. Uh... <laughs>
0: cow
1: in a tree. It's kind of like the Monty Python skit. Sheep in a tree. (laughs) Meh. 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 Boy, that's got to be the shittiest (laughs) view I've ever... (laughs) I swear, I have never... (laughs) I am so... So, I mean, seriously, I so did not take my meds this morning. I mean, god, I was all over the place. I've never I haven't been that all that all over the place and I don't know how long. Mm. That's bad. I mean, not just bad. We're talking like epic bad. We're talking like purple bad here. <laughs> it was so bad that they're not you're probably not going to release that until the next patch. Bad. <laughs> That's how epic bad that was. I mean, seriously, we're talking, that is airport toilet paper bad. You know, we're talking like the big paper that you give kindergartners with the lines on it bad.
0: <laughs> uh, well, you, you've been out of the loop for
1: Oh, I know, and you know, <laughs> I-, I think people are just kind of kind of expect View to be shit. So you know, it's kind of oh good, shitty View. Good, <laughs> uh, it's comforting. If he actually, if he actually put out a decent show, we wouldn't know what to do. We'd think it wasn't him. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so how was View? Hmm, sucked ass. You know we could really that. that good, huh? Hmm. Yep, definitely one of my better ass sucking shows too. Hell yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean, I can't even feel bad about it. I don't. It's just like, wow, that sucked.
2: Just... I'm,
1: and I'm pretty happy about it, too.
0: <laughs> happy at the level of suckage.
1: Seriously, I mean, because it takes effort. It does. Yeah. you
0: that... got to work at that. And you got to build up a reputation for it.
1: You can't yeah, just seriously. walk and it,
0: in and suck. You
1: can't just walk. You can't just walk in and lay that turd. No,
2: no.
1: No, you got a, you got to have rep for that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, seriously. If I knew gang sign, I'd throw it right now.
0: You need a tabard to throw that kind of suckage down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That'd be a straw of a bunny's ass. Uh, <laughs>
0: have you talking about how you sucked.
1: <laughs> well, it's infinitely more entertaining. Uh, <laughs> we interrupt girl... this
0: view for...
1: <laughs> we interrupt this view for V's commentary on view. Okay, now here's the part where I talked about corn and poop. <laughs> Here we go. Wait for it. There it is. There it is. Yeah, he went there yes he did he so went there yes and you know i was thinking he might go with peanuts instead of corn but in a uh in a rather baffling move he went with the corn back to you ed <laughs> wide world of view that's it
0: <laughs> oh wait that's National geographic sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Wide World Wide World of View, that would be the um Emerson Lake and Palmer version of uh, Fanfare for the Common Man. Ah. <laughs> and that's all like disco. We interrupt this view from <laughs> we interrupt to bring more commentary. All right. We were a little surprised when he went off on the tangent about shoeless trolls. We're not really sure where the hell he came up with the uh, quest line for the uh, shoeless trolls in Deadmines, but there it was. And uh, Ed actually played into it, too, being a uh, good straight man as she was. Back to you, Ed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hi.
3: Welcome to Thundermeat's, Azeroth's finest butcher shop and brewery. I'm Thunderstep. What can I get for you? Oh, you're not here to buy anything. You're here to listen to some of the old stories I might have hanging around the joint. Well, grab yourself a chair, pull up a seat by the fire, and get ready to listen to some of the old fish stories, or as I like to call them, fishing in the Nether. Dearest
4: honorable father, I am writing this journal in hopes to send it to you someday to convince you that the outside world is not as dangerous as you assume it to be. I know we argued long and hard about the matter, but with the assistance of my new friends, I intend to travel the world and show you the wonders we are missing back home in Pandaria. I do have to apologize for the rather abrupt way we left, especially with the fire in the temple and all. Also, Miss Kasori assures me that the damages to the imperial yacht can be repaired by some good workmen in a place called Booty Bay. The golden gems on the ship can be taken care of by her brother Galen as well. I am told. Indeed, it is in Booty Bay where I shall begin my descriptions, Father, as this was where we retreated to after leaving your hospitality. <laughs>
2: Boat! Boat, boat, boat. Whee!
3: Yes, little one. For the hundredth time, we were on a boat. I think he's pointing to the hull above the bar now. I like the boat, da, Can I have one? Pretty please? Pretty please, cherry on
5: top!
3: Um, we can talk about that later, little one. Right now, we need to figure out what we can do next. Panlong, you had said you'd learn some things about Munchbug? Wait, where's sorry. She said she was going to talk to someone about repairing the boat we, uh, borrowed. Her brother was going to assess the damage. Oh,
4: good. I would
3: like to return it to my
4: father someday.
3: Her brother? Isn't Galen a cat burglar and jewel- Ow! 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 Shh! Yeah, Panlong. Uh, I'm sure we can work out the details with her later. Ah, that shut up! We need the cash from that ship. We lost everything else when we were captured. Remember? Anyway, yes. I was
4: so occupied entertaining the little one, I did not have time to explain my findings
3: to you on board. Run around on daddy's shoulders, and when I run up, 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 <laughs> up, you go, buddy. Just hold on to daddy's horns. Man, that's the ugliest torn kid I've ever seen. Hey. Perhaps we should move someplace a bit less assuming, master. <laughs> A note here, Father.
4: We entered into the local tavern to discuss matters for me to try and explain what Munchbug was to them. However, as you know, our taverns are holy sites where the brewing of the sacred beers take place. Unfortunately, I have found that if the first bar is any example... The rest of Azeroth is woefully undereducated in the art and holy significance of brewing. Simply put, Father, goblin beer is akin to watered-down dragon piss. With less flavor. And you drink this stuff? Willingly? Oh come on,
3: it's not that bad.
4: Thunder, if we ever get the chance, remind me to make you a true Pandarian brew for you. This is like dragon wee. I'm a wee. I'm wee 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 wee. wee, wee. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, great. Thanks for teaching him that one, Panlong. Back. And the waitress said she'll steer folks away from this booth so we're good to. <coughs> Talk normally. Babla lady likes Edie. She grabbed Little's butt. <laughs> oh, dear gods above. Oh, uh, um, yes. Panlong, you were going to explain to us what Munchbug is? The waitress grabbed your. I thought she just had something in her eye. Oh,
4: yes, Munchbug. Come here, little one. Bam, bam. Bam, Can we force paper again? For paper, for paper. Yes, indeed. Do the trick you learned. Onyx, Thunder, watch closely.
3: What in the... What is that? Munchbug?
4: He's fine, but do not touch him yet. This is just a small sample of what he can do, Thunder.
3: That that looks like... One of the world portals folded in paper. But that energy is like no portal I've ever seen. What the heck? I I can kind of see things on the other side. Humans? What on Azeroth are
4: they wearing? As I said, Munchbug is a dimensional anchor. The scholars found, however, that he is far more than that. Munchbug can make gateways, naturally to a totally separate reality this is why he does not appear fully real here he is essentially split between this reality and the one he opened this little hole into
3: now wow that place looks really bizarre human females in really skimpy shirts and orange shorts human males eating piles of whoa they they look like barbecued buzzard wings Is that a magic box on the wall? Why are they watching men in gladiatorial garb fighting over an oblong ball? I do not know, my friends.
4: That place is totally unknown to us.
3: The women all have an owl on their shirts. Looks like there's writing too. Can you read that, Onyx? I'm afraid not, Master. Perhaps they're all in the same guild? Man! The gear over there sucks. Not one piece of plate on anybody. Are they all mages? That all looks like cloth to me. They could be priests or warlocks as well. Hmm. No demons about, so not warlocks, most likely. And the way the men and women are acting, if they are priests and priestesses, then their gods are really lax in the dress codes. They do seem to be worshipping that magic box on the wall, though. Boring fights, however. Not one person has died yet. <laughs> Sounds like a duel between two resto paladins.
4: Regardless, Thunder Monix. Munchbug can open portals into this world. However, given that he is unstable, the portals are less than stable as well. Influences from our world may creep over there, and vice versa.
3: We must be careful with this. Look, I'm not going to be naive. He can make portals much larger than this, can he?
4: If given a media stronger than paper, he could make portals of any size.
3: Oh, dear gods. What? What? What if the Lich King got his hands on this? You think too small, my friend.
4: Something like this could offer a doorway into an unspoiled reality. What if the Legion captured Munchbug? Would you truly wish to open a new reality to them?
3: (laughs)
2: Ooh, oh, Hungry! Hungry, hungry!
3: Does a cow have wings? Ooh, wings! Wingy, 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 wingy! We have to protect him, then. Let nothing harm him or try to capture him if we can. We'll need a place to defend him. And we can't do it with just us, Monster.
4: I agree, and will help in any way I can. I also wish to study this odd place Munchbug is linked to. Glad to have you, Panlong.
3: I think I'm gonna to have to contact e. Ed again for help. How can Anti-Ed help Thunder, Onyx, and Pan Long defend little Munchbug? What is Kasori really doing with the Imperial Yacht? What is this strange reality that Munchbug can open portals to? Why does it seem all the women there belong to a guild named Hooters? Find out all this and more next time on Fishing in the Nether. Next time on Fishing in the Nether.
4: I saw those odd humans drinking what looked like beer over there as well. Perhaps someday we can open the portal enough to take some and see what beer exists in that reality.
3: Are you sure about that? I mean you said the stuff here was weak and I've seen it eat through paint. That's true. But perhaps Panlong should try some, you know, good beers. Like a brew fest.
0: Are you boys done trashin' our drinks? If you're so damn critical, why don't you open your own bar? Hmm. And that's the ugliest touring kid I've ever seen. Ow!
6: And you should check your email. I sent you those figures from Tuesday.
7: Ah, good, thanks.
6: Um, what is that? What They're hanging next to your calendar? It's
7: a trilobite. A what? Trilobite. They lived all over the Earth 290 million years ago. You got a problem with that?
6: No, I don't have a problem with that. What's the thing next to it? That?
7: Uh... That's a Celtic emblem. Next to that is a bust of Shakespeare. Down below that, some runes. Uh, across the way on the other side, there's a dragon head. There's um Egyptian scarab. A couple of different things.
6: Yeah, skull, Celtic cross, yin and yang. Where'd you get these? What are they?
7: They're solid symbols.
6: Solid symbols. Well, I got the solid part. Yeah, the little miniature sculptures. But where'd you get them? Bought them online.
7: www.solidsymbols.com
6: Why do they all look like they're, a uh, thousand years old or something, or like some archaeologists dug them up? I don't know. I guess it's because they represent really, really old ideas. Old ideas?
2: Yeah.
7: Ideas that were around a long time before you, me, this company, and are gonna be around a long time after. And besides, that's the style he chose. He. Who he? The artist. One guy. One guy makes all these. Right here in the U.S.
6: And you can afford to buy art from an American artist.
7: Dude, they're ten bucks a piece. You spent more than that on lunch. No kidding. Yeah, no kidding. Louisa's got a couple, too. And I got some hanging at home. So what are they for? What do you mean, what are they for? They give me something else to look at besides spreadsheets. They remind me to think about things that are old and important.
6: Yeah, well, you know, when most people want to put something up in their cubicle, they usually put up a postcard or a cartoon strip.
7: Yeah, well, there's a big difference about the art in this cubicle. Yeah, what's that? It's interesting enough for somebody to be standing here talking to me about the art in this cubicle. And you can put that dragon head right back where you found it, thank you.
6: Oh, sorry. (laughs) It just fits so nicely in my hand.
7: Yeah, well, toddle back off to your desk. www.solidsymbols.com
6: Subtle hint. Was that a subtle hint?
7: You're brilliant.
6: You're weird. Thank
7: you very much.
8: Listeners, this is Grandmaster Z, hoping everyone had a safe and happy winter veil. Now, it's been some time since we last spoke, and a lot has happened. Blizz has patched WoW again, and yet again, all of my beautiful add ons broke. So, after I had cried my little Mod Master heart out, I picked up the pieces of my add ons folder and started rebuilding. My task is finally complete and you shall now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational add-ons folder. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. Don't know what came over me. Won't happen again. With this new patch, Blizz retired the LFG system and introduced a new cross-realm pickup group function. For the most part, it's been good. You get to run a lot more instances without begging in the capital cities. If you've been around for a while and are anything like me, if you never see another LFG in trade or general chat again, it will be all too soon. But, for whatever reason, Blizzard decided to keep the dungeon, raid, and battleground finder in separate windows. I have no idea why they did this, but the author of Tab Dungeon Browser, or Tab DB for short, saw it as an opportunity. When you install Tab DB, all of the different finders are combined into one window with tabs along the right hand side. Simple, efficient, and what Blizzard should have done in the first place. Using only 16k of memory, I can't recommend it highly enough. But of course, with the good comes the bad. Some players out there don't feel like the normal rules of courtesy apply to them. They figure they're never going to see you again, so they have no problem ninjing that frozen orb and then dropping group. Wouldn't it be great to remember the Smegheads so you don't have to group with them ever again? Or, on the other hand, if you had a really great healer or tank... Wouldn't you also want to remember them? Well, I want to thank our listener Brannigan because she suggested an add-on that does just that. To borrow her words, it's very nice if you do a lot of pugging. When you enter a five-man group, it'll list the people in your group and show their level, class, spec, and also give you the option to add note if you want to remember what a great tank or healer they were, or if they ran you through lightning fast, etc., also, it has an ignore button, which is handy for cross realm ignores because you won't ever have to group with them again if they're on your ignore list. And also, you can favorite someone, which will highlight them in blue if you group with them ever again. It's sort of like a cross realm friends list. Now, Brannigan, I couldn't have said it better myself. Dungeon Mate uses around 150k of memory, which I think is amazingly low considering the features that you're getting. If you would like to share the notes you make about good or bad players, there is also Elitist Group which does everything Dungeon Mate does and also shares your notes with your guild. However, the trade-off is that it doubles the memory usage of Dungeon Mate, running at about 300k. I leave it up to you, listeners, to decide if that feature is worth the additional memory footprint. All of the add-ons on this episode can be found on Curse.com, or just follow the links on the show notes. So, until next time, this has been Grandmaster Z, asking you... So let me get this straight. You want to fly on a magic carpet to see the king of the potato people, and plead with him for your freedom. And you're telling me you're all completely sane?
2: i am assassinate,
5: the cure Assassinate am your pre minute meeting Horde War State, it's the class, you can't see, rock your ass when I PvP, stalk and move so silently, shadow step because I'm subtlety, seal fate, mutilate, cast your claw feet, used as bait, salivate, lay in wait, stunlock for that shot you take, hold up, Wait. wait, cat forms fake, get that druid boy out my face. See the boom, spamming moon, fire shame. You'll be an oomkin soon. Sit to drink like a BG new. Hold that poultry with the crit or two. Assassinate, <laughs> assassinate, 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 assassinate. assassinate, assassinate. Dressed in black, what was that? Drop your guard, you got sad Don't play nice, need no tact. With my blade in your back, infiltrate, decimate, make undead hordes the choice of race. Every place, no mistake. Alliance has the greatest taste. Face, 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 out of place. Step, step, ambush, lay to waste. Anticipate every move you make. How you gonna run in a crippled state? God, I hate the damn AV. Wait, wait, I'm on the cue, but I can't translate. DV8, cook a Talbuck steak. Fish so damn much that I masturbate. So what? Just relax, disarm those traps. Well, the cat wants the hunter ass. What else? I love my man attack. attack. Arcane torrent, I handle that. Assassinate, 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 assassinate. assassinate, assassinate assassinate, dressed in black, what was that, Drop your guard, you got zapped, don't play nice, need me attacked with my blade in your back, unlock the box, kick them locks, both the shadows negates the dots, all these stuns got you unlocked, more combo points than Tony Hawk, poison blade. I create. Damage over time and won't abate So be fast, don't procrastinate Don't equate, so accept your fate At this rate, it's safe to stay I'm getting nerfed in the next update Interface, palm to face Bindings that I can't replace I got sprints, don't run that race Race with poison, just in case Allow me to abbreviate What the Home in cyberspace, dressed in black, what was that? Drop your card, you got sacked. Don't play nice, need no tact. With my blade in your assassinate Assassinate, 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 assassinate. Assassinate
0: by Nim. Of course. Dedicated to all the rogues out there who were turned into turkeys during the thanksgiving holiday And to all the rogues out there it Makes you want to be a rogue, don't it?
5: Hey,
9: Give us the blog, man
7: don't make us come and get it.
9: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another wonderful holiday-free episode of your Sog blog. Well, let's cut the Mary Bull crap, because let's face it, what fun is life if you don't complain every once in a while? And, you know, the holidays have been great, you get new stuff, you get, you know, you you get that brand new pair of jeans that, you know, just fits you so nicely, you get that epic gear, you, you get, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Forget it. I don't even care. Holidays are holidays, but those are done now, and basically it's time to cut the crap and get back down to playing WoW. But you guys know me, I don't have any money. Not to say of course that I haven't been keeping tabs on everything. The first thing I'm going to point out is has anyone been on the wow uh webpage recently? Anybody noticed that uh, shout out or not shout out, but oh uh, what do they call it like war cry or something like this? It basically just a whole bunch of shots of people taking and taking photos of themselves and their friends and various costumes and such and showing their pride, showing their colors and you know it 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 actually it actually amazes me. The first thing I noticed with this was, you know, the 10 pages of people who have posted themselves to be at the mercy of, you know, the internet's viewing. The first thing I noticed was there's actually adults who play the Alliance. Did did any of you guys, did, did any of you guys know this? I I didn't, just throwing that out there, I didn't, but, uh, hey, those people are, uh, how do you put it, maybe not entirely on the ball with, you know, they, they're not all there. I, I, I don't think I would personally put myself up for, uh, for mutilation on the internet like that, but, uh... Well, needless to say, those people are off the rocker, but, uh, you know, it was a humorous thing to look at, nonetheless. Well, one thing I've noticed about my, uh, how do I put this, my... Uh, lack of commitment to the game. Not even a lack of commitment, really. My reluctance once I'm out to get back in. One thing I've noticed, and here's what I'm going to say: if you feel like you need some time off, well, I say go ahead and take it. But if you feel like getting back into the game, but you're not feeling enthusiasm, or you have, say, you know, something something you want to get back into playing, but you're not all, th- all that enthused. Here's what, here's what I find that always helps me to get pumped and want to get back into the game. One, you, you, of course, you don't really want to play the game. It's so much. Efforts go out, and that's like dropping 40 bucks, and you, you know, you're stingy with the money. So, what I do is I always go out and I uh, read all some lore on WoW. Yeah, I, like I, I read up on the story and like the characters and things like that, and that always gets really pumped. Well, quite honestly, you know, I've been lazy. Yeah, okay, but it's not the first time, folks. I do have every intention of getting back into the game, but hey, you gotta enjoy your holidays, or else, WoW as so many of us are finding out these days, it can become, for lack of a better phrase, extremely boring. You gotta, what I find is you gotta segment your time. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta partition it. You gotta partition it. You gotta, you know, separate it in chunks. Like, this is the WoW time. I'll play it for this long. I'll take a week off, and I'll go back to playing it. It just keeps the game way fresher. Way fresher. Shout out to, uh, MicroZog, briefly, while I've got my mind on the topic, for him finally getting back into WoW. Props to him. Uh, As you may recall, I recorded one of my first segments with uh, him down in his basement, uh, ranting and raving about uh, the blood rage syndrome that you get when you PvP. He quit for a long time, didn't have the resources, so he's finally back into the game as he, you know, as I cast Scroll of Resurrection on him, and he managed to scream and yell at me the moment my my uh game time persisted but i love him anyways he's a good friend and shout out to you for getting back into the game it's good to have you back and i will join you as soon as possible uh furthermore um does anyone have any recent updates about cataclysm like I, i i keep searching the page for new updates and things like that but it doesn't really seem like there's anything new I'm I'm waiting on it, you know, and it looks cool, but you know, nothing nothing really new is popping up. It's kind of like one of those dead periods. You have your high periods and you have your low periods. And this is just really, really, really for lack of a better phrase, a dead period. I mean I well look the truth is I'm I'm locked up. They gave me a warrant I'm not allowed anywhere near my smoothie bar, actually. Yep. kinda uh, well, explosives are not the best way to uh, get people off your property. Let me let me put it that way. Um, neither are demons. So, uh, yeah. Sylvanas has officially put a uh, warrant uh, <laughs> out on my uh, on my uh, well, on my person for uh, those such things, and I can't really uh, go anywhere, anywhere near the place. Uh, you know, I, I could say I'm I'm sitting here in the uh, near um, near the um near the, uh, war quarter here. I'm sitting near the war quarter. Basically, uh, just, uh, you know, sitting and... <laughs> okay, I'm in a jail cell. Okay, yes, I'm in a jail cell. I'm sorry for blowing up the small child who was in the smoothie bar for telling me that I was a strange man and... <sighs> sorry. Not really. I'm going to have to do something about this. I'm getting a bit fed up with this. And, uh, oh, ish guard's coming. Look, I apologize, guys. I'll get back into it ASAP. But, uh, for now, um, I guess it's time for my trial. So, uh, thank, uh, strength and honor, guys, uh, for the Horde.
0: And now it's time for the... Reading of the But before we get into emails, no, we can't just go into emails. Before we get into emails, we have an awesome thing that was sent into us. This is so cool. This was actually sent in right before uh, Thanksgiving, but the, the time means nothing to a pod. So we are here now to play this for you.
10: Hello, For the Horde Radio staff, several members of the Off the Air Guild, would like to wish you a happy Thanksgiving
8: hey this is Bandel, and I'd like to thank the For the Horde radio staff for making me laugh every single month every time I listen to it it's just an absolute joy so thank you for that and I'll see you in game thanks bye hi um I like
0: calling for dog and I just I want to say thank you to him for being who he is. Like, I I just wanted to say thank you to the dog,
2: and
0: that's pretty much all, I guess. Just tell him um, I just want to talk to him, and I still have his Coke, his cherry Coke,
2: and I'll wait as
0: long as I have to.
2: Bye. <sighs>
9: Is this thing working? Hello? Not sure if this is working, but this is Bugs. Hello, off the air guild. Just wanted to call in and say, you guys are doing an awesome job. Big shout out to Anti Ed and Big V and, oh, yeah, that dwarf guy that's been on
7: recently. Yeah, he's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Zog, yes, 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 Zog and Thunder and all the cast. We love
10: you here in the future. Hey, for the Horde Radio staff, this is Ray. I just want to thank you for being so awesome and there for the common Horde. Bye.
8: Hello, Auntie Ed, Big V, Zog, Thunderstep, and Grandmaster Z. This is Tostic. I wanted to thank you all for providing myself and all of your listeners with such an exceptionally entertaining show every time you put it out. Even in its raw form, it's wonderful. Your talents are very much appreciated. I also want to thank you for your hospitality and welcome when I joined you in the Off the Air Guild. Thanks again. Bye.
6: Hey, this is Sagan, your hissing fire mage, with a shout-out to all the members of the FTH radio staff. You guys go above and beyond the call of duty all the time, and you are extremely awesome. Thanks for all the hard work. Bye-bye.
0: Hello for the Lord Radio, this is Brannigan. I just wanted to say thank you for putting out a, a great show each month.
6: And another thank you, especially to the Office, Office of the Year Guild, for uh, the warm welcome into the Guild. And you guys put out a great show. It's very entertaining, it makes me laugh when I'm uh, on my commute to and from work. And I look forward to many, many more episodes in the future. Talk to you later. Bye.
8: Hey off here, you this is Nero. Thanks for having me in the guild and hope we keep going on. Goodbye.
0: Hey, that was so freaking cool. Thank you guys so so much. That was awesome. I am very, very happy you guys did that up and I can't that was that was just so cool to get. Thank you very, very much for doing that up and no we're not into emails yet I'm sorry we have a special item that has been sent in to us by Brannigan and some very handy helpful hints
10: Brannigan here I'm sure a lot of you by now have used the random dungeon finder tool I have several times I've actually compiled a list of stereotypes that you're bound to come across while using the random dungeon finder tool I'm sharing this list with you in hopes that you won't become one of these stereotypes I'm hoping to rid the world of Warcraft from these players who are making things harder for the rest of us. So without further ado, here is the list of dungeon finder stereotypes. People who groan at the oculus loading screen then type ew in party chat. People who drop group upon seeing that they're an oculus. That one guy wearing greens and quest reward blues. The guy with more HP than the tank. The healer who decides to help DPS. Bonus points if the group wipes. The guy who drops group on the first group wipe. The mage who ignores a healer's request for mage food. The tank who ignores their healer's mana bar then complains when he dies. The impatient DPS who pulls mobs for the tank. The tank who ready checks before every pull. The guy who wants to do every achievement. The Torin with a beef reference in his name. The guy who rolls need on the frozen orb. The healer who goes out of mana after each pull. The caster who uses their wand. The hunter who melees. The one or two people who stand in the green, blue, black, or purple stuff on the ground Bonus points if they complain about their crappy healer. The elitist who complains about everyone's gear score. It's a heroic, not a raid. The guy who goes AFK through half the instance and then gets lost trying to catch up, only to die when he takes a wrong turn. That guy in all PVP gear. The hunter in spell power gear. The warrior who rolls need on plate healing gear just because it's plate. The Druid, who complains about not being able to roll Need on Claw. The Death Knight DPS, who uses Army of the Dead for every boss. The Death Knight DPS, who Death Grips. The Death Knight DPS in Frost Presence. The Guy, who keeps spamming Recount. The Paladin, who gives the Healer Blessing of Might. The Hunter, whose pet is on Growl. The shaman that doesn't drop totems, or use bloodlust or heroism. The casters who AOE on two mobs. The guy who has to go repair after one wipe. The guy who has no regents. That guy who creates a level 1 alt on your server just to tell you how much you suck. The death knight tank who says he doesn't need to use death and decay. The DPS can wait and they'll be fine. The DPS says for no reason to the tank, Want me to tank? That guy who tries to melee the Lich King during the Halls of Reflection. The tank who tops the DPS charts. And finally, that guy who dies from falling off the ledge in the Forge of Souls. I hope this list has been helpful for you. I'm sure you have several others to add. These are just the ones that I've come across more than once. Thank you very much, and happy pugging
0: that was very very cool brand thank you so much for sending that in although I did tell you uh, I did shoot you a message saying you know you just listed about half of what off the air guilt does right you know that right yeah well anyway Um, but (laughs) handy dandy tips and ones that you know I I won't ever use because well I don't do that but um I gotta say as a lock I love my wand damn it I love my wand Anyway, just wanted to point that out. But thank you very much for doing that up and sending it in. Very cool stuff. All right, enough suspense, because now we have come to the... Well, we already did it, so you don't get it twice, so we're just going to dive right in. And of course, in a long-term coming-back type way... Because it seems Big V and Annie can't seem to coincide schedules, we have for us again the angry dwarf who will help us. Yes, I know who will help us read emails.
11: <coughs> Thank you. Well, you know it's something that I enjoy a great deal.
0: Yes, I know.
11: You know, I have. Fun. I don't get a lot. Of, I don't get a lot of practice reading. I don't read a lot. The only reading I do is uh, 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 sometimes uh, uh, going to check out if there's a quest, and then I read the quest. And then it's the same old crap. Oh, help me, help me. I can't make my magic thingy without the stones. Oh, I hate the beasties to the other side of the hill. Go and kill eight of them or something. And then I get tired of that night. And I, then I just say, I want say, wow, with you. I, 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 I'm not reading any more of that crap. But I do enjoy reading this. This is good stuff.
0: Our first email comes to us from Boba Fett, who writes Greetings, Auntie Ed and the FTH radio crew. Bravo. Words cannot express how much I loved The Winter Vale Tale, but I am not going to let that stop me from trying. I started listening to The Winter Veil Tale at work, and five minutes in I realized this was no ordinary show. I had to stop listening because I knew that this was not a show that you passively listened to while it played in the background. It seemed like a special episode to be savored and enjoyed, like a fine wine. So I waited till I got home and listened to the episode as I finished wrapping gifts. I know it's bad to still have gifts that need to be wrapped that soon to Christmas, er, mm, Winter Vale, but they were all local and got where they needed to go. I digress. I wish I could say I listened to the rest of the episode by the fireside. Since I have no fireplace, I had some eggnog, cranked up the heat, downloaded a fireplace screensaver, and enjoyed the rest of the show. I once compared FTH radio to old time radio, and you guys did not disappoint with this. You guys really outdid yourselves with the Winter Vale tale. It was a masterpiece. The production quality was superb. It was lighthearted, funny, and very well acted. If I didn't know better, I'd think you guys did this for a living. And if you don't, you really should consider it. The best part was that it was absolutely free. Thank you for the gift. I have paid good money to see horrible productions of A Christmas Carol. I would have gladly paid for this hour and a half long gem. Every Christmas season, there are a few things I just have to watch. The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, The Nutcracker, and A Christmas Carol. Now, the For the Horde radios a Winter Wintervale tale is a part of that tradition. I don't know how you guys can top that, but I'm eager to find out. Sincerely yours, Boba Fett. Oh, that was sweet of you to write in. Thank you so much. We busted our butts on. That,
11: that was very well spoken, that... very accurate. I agree with him a hundred percent. When I listened to a wintervale's tale, a Winter when I w- when I heard the show. I was so impressed. I, I I didn't know how to feel. I thought I wish I'd I wish I'd have been a part of it. I just wanted to be a part of it.
0: I know. I'm sure there and you know, actually I think somewhere in there there's a little part of you.
7: Aye, aye, that's possible. That
0: is possible but that was really really sweet of you to write in boba fett that was it's, it's good to know that you guys enjoyed it as you guys will hear as we go through emails um because these are all by the way coming these are two months worth of emails that we're getting to here guys big
7: build up big, big build up because build
0: up, we haven't read them for quite some time so here we go uh you know not since before uh, our last show in november and then of course the winter show uh and so it was really great to hear all the positive feedback we got on that and it's awesome that you loved it so much and well you'll get to hear it again next year because guess what we're playing (laughs) 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 you don't think i'm putting that much work into it just to have it play air once no it's gonna get aired again but but that was really nice of you to to take the time to write that all in and so glad you enjoyed it thank you so much
11: Excellent, thank you very much. A big build-up of email and uh, Angry Dwarf hit the jackpot here, so we're just gonna keep on going and rolling through. Next, next up, here we go. Uh, email from Anderson, and it reads thus Dear Auntie Ed and Big V, I was on my death night yesterday, and I just got him into Northrend. I was doing the quest where you escort an Alliance deserter to some human on a mount that is supposed to take them away. Anyways, they gave me a gnome. From that moment I knew something was going to go bad, so on the way to the drop off point I was slapping the gnome and just hurting him as much as possible, well that's cruel. (laughs) When I got to the spot to drop him off I used the flare to call the human over. Well he nodded agreeing on the transfer and my quest was completed. So I walked over and handed in my quest at the nearby camp. Then I noticed something trailing behind me, he forgot to take the gnome so I tried everything I could to get rid of him, which wasn't much. I mounted and ran around, and the buff saying he was there went away, but sadly it came back. The only easy way I found, given I couldn't fly, was to die. And then he went away. Anyways, this just proves the Alliance is programmed by Blizzard to not like gnomes, and if they have a chance to get rid of a gnome, they will. From a fan that likes to feed rabbits to his drake, Anderson. Warlock of SRC on Malfurion. Also, Andorin Death Knight of Ungilded ATM on Mataran. Well, that's very odd. Sad to hear that you like to feed rabbits to your drake. I don't think Antiette appreciates that very much.
0: No, I don't. I don't. And I am but I am very proud and happy to say that Anderson has is no longer ungilded and has been gilded with the Off-The-Air Guild for Ooh. quite some time. So we're very happy to have him. And, uh... I have yet to catch him feeding rabbits to his drake. I think he knows.
11: Like, he doesn't do it when you're around. He doesn't do
0: it when I'm around. No, no. <laughs> well, well it?
11: done there, Anderson, for for, uh, for joining uh, off the air. That's, yep. that's wonderful news. Well, what's odd about this here, he says, anyways, it proves that the Alliance is programmed by Blizzard to not like gnomes, and if they have a chance to get rid of a gnome, they will. Well, it looks to me like... Uh, Looks to me like they plagued you with one for a good long time. They weren't all that anxious to get rid of it. They just stuck it on you.
0: Well, the qu- I know exactly the quest you're talking about. It's very early on out in Northern. And, yes, you have to do the uh, trade of prisoners kind of thing. And you randomly get stuck with whatever Alliance character they give you. And you bring them out to the crossroads. And here come, you know, a troop of Alliance you know warriors, whatever the heck they are, soldiers. And they come up and they say, okay, we'll take these prisoners off your hands. You know, these deserters. These alliance deserters that take off your hands, and they're supposed to take them and leave with them. So I think the point he's making is, even they didn't want to take the gnome back. Ah, that I think is the point he's making with this. Even they went, oh yeah, we'll, we'll take that, sure. Um, oh look, look over there, and then they split and left you with the gnome.
11: <laughs> I uh, am, I am enlightened now with understanding.
0: Yeah, you are enlightened with
2: understanding. I'm
11: enlightened with understanding. I'll contemplate that and think about it at length. Thank you, Anderson, for writing that in and telling us about that. Uh, enjoy, enjoy smacking the gnome, whether you've got one in a quest or not.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool that you were smacking the gnome as it went along, you know. I think that's pretty cool. But thank you for writing in and uh, hope you're enjoying the guild. And we get an email from Aquitania, Argent Champion on the Draenar server, who writes To my most favoritest folks. Yes, that is you two, Auntie Ed, not just Big V. I love the show. I enjoyed the raw show a lot and hope to hear more from the troll dude with the cooking points. <laughs> I laughed till my tummy was sore. I do have an online story to share and I cannot help but laugh. I went back to the Plaguelands on my level 80 warlock, just Farm and Argent Dawn Rat. Suddenly, help, assassins! I turn around and find an alliance rogue stunlocking a player, so I thought. I blasted the little bugger into next week, only to get a whisper. Dude, that was pt <laughs> up. It was not a ganking alliance butt munch, but some poor guy just doing a quest. I felt so bad, cause I really hate it when I get ganked, but I won't deny I laughed pretty hard. <laughs> Best wishes for the Horde! Oh yeah, that's one of those moments you go, "Whoops!" Thinking Confl- I'm going to be gallant and I will, I will save you. Oh crap!
11: Life's embarrassing moments. <laughs> well, at Aquitania, there's, uh, <laughs> it's very odd. I try to figure out what kind of situation it would be where you'd really feel bad, but laugh really hard. <laughs> at the same time.
0: Oh, oh I feel
11: terrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know. You kind of have to laugh at that one. I mean, Never Lions, Rogues, stunlock players. It's funny
11: because it's true.
0: It's funny because it's true. That's what it is. It's one of life' little haha's, you know. But uh, at least you had you, you felt bad about it. See, that's just a saving grace.
11: Well written, and thank you for the story, Aquitania. Indeed.
0: Thank you so much for sending in your email.
11: We have a next one up here, it's from Nightfeather, and it reads thus, Heya, uh, again! Just realized that in my last email, I said I was level 63 when I'm actually 73. <laughs> That's a bit stupid, huh? I really need to proofread these things before I send them. Anyways, I'm level 74 now. Do you prefer Dragonblight or the Grizzly Hills? Definitely Dragonblight for me, it's way cooler. Shout out to my guild, the Dawn Guard, for comfort in my character roleplay wise when she was feeling a bit down and just slightly suicidal and for just being awesome. You rock guys! I have some call outs and shout outs. Call out to Kayama on the Shatar EU. She joined our guild and seemed alright at first, interested in roleplaying and everything. Victory dance. But little did we know she had a darker side. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Bum, bum, bum. We were still recruiting and an undead, I don't know his name, asked if he could meet some of the members. My guild leader, Sabrin, asked for any volunteers. I was offline at the time. And Kayama offered to come and roleplay a bit with him. I still haven't managed to wring the whole story out of Sabrin, but it's clear she was very rude and scared the poor guy off, apparently without provocation. Then, without so much as a, you guys suck because, in reason here, so I'm leaving, she quit the guild, leaving me and Sar angry and confused. So big call out to her for being a rude asspipe. Well, I cannot argue there. Strange behavior for someone that says they want to join the guild. They join the guild and then they act like uh, act like that. That's terrible. Uh, the email continues. Here we go. Now, now that's over with, I have two shout shout-outs. One to my baby brother. He's not really a baby anymore, but I still call him that, if only to annoy him. <laughs> Who plays a troll shaman, Zogrith, on the Shatar server. And one to my awesome cousin for finally coming over to the Horde and making a kick-ass blood elf warlock called Aethra. You guys rock, even though my brother may irritate me sometimes. Well, that's nice. It's good that you, it's good that you did a call-out for him. Uh, a shout-out for him, rather. Uh, even though he irritates you. That's a good thing. It proves it. Uh, how about I... Here, I'll continue. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, thanks for reading my email, and thanks for the great show, For the Horde. And that's from Nightfeather, level 74, Death Knight, on the Shatar EU. Well done, well written, wow. and thank you very much, Nightfeather.
0: Nice stuff. Well, other than the call-out you gave, because, yeah, that's just messed up. That's just it's, so messed up. It's like, you, you almost want to know, what the hell did they do to scare off some poor person who just wants to know, like, all right, let me try your guild. If you're an RP guild, let me see, you know. Aye. What the hell did she do, or he do?
11: Yeah, yeah you got someone that you oh, say, you say, think is nice, you think is normal, you think can represent your guild, and then you leave them alone for five minutes with a, with a new prospective member, and all of a sudden they're running, screaming for the hills.
7: And then quit! <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, then they, they quit, quit.
0: quit! Without so much as a, you know, a howdy-do, they just up and leave. Well, you know what? Ass pipe. Ass pipe! Ass pipe! Hi. So...
11: Just as was written there, it's it's true.
0: Yep. But uh awesome email. Great, great shout outs you have there for your baby brother. Even though he's not a baby anymore, you you, you will be doing that to him for a long, long time. <laughs> and you know what? He's still gonna irritate you for a long, long time too. I'm just pointing that out. Anyway <laughs> I can uh, never mind. Anyway, thank you so much for sending in your email, Night Feather.
7: Hey, thank you.
0: We have an email from Liaka who writes, Dear Auntie ed the awesomest troll of the entire, yes, entire multiverse, and her cohort Big V, who I blame for my strange fascination with Torin, and Angry Dwarf, the sole redeeming factor of the Alliance Wink. I'm crying here. You're crying? I'm crying here. <laughs> <You're> crying? <laughs> I'm crying here. <laughs> I so seldom get something written directly
11: that refers to me. <laughs> I, I love it, Solra <laughs> Demon Facker. I'm
0: gonna go weep in the corner. You read the email. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh who writes? Liaka Blood Elf Hunter on the Dune Mall server. This is my first time writing, though I have meant to write dozens of times. But today I just had to, in order to thank you for the show. I had a hell of a day yesterday at work. So when I came home I logged on to WoW. Cheap therapy. But it didn't help. Last thing I did before I went to bed was check iTunes for a new FTH show, and hooray! Episode 42 is there, with an explicit tag. Always a good sign. (laughs) Actually, actually
8: wrote my name. Go back to your corner.
0: The next day I was still stressed, got in the car to head into work, and decided to listen to episode 42. In less than 10 minutes, I was laughing out loud, and things were starting to feel a lot better. So thank you very much for turning my work week around and saving my sanity with some very healthy, wonderfully delightful insanity. There's nothing I enjoy as much as For the Horde Radio. Please keep them coming. Can't wait for the holiday show. I even enjoy the singing. Or at least the humming. For the horde, Liaka Thank you very much for your email. We are so glad. I love getting emails like that because that is always so so awesome to get emails like that. That is so cool. Thank you so much for sending that in because that makes my day. Words
11: escape me.
0: And and you got Angry Dwarf in tears over here. He can't even speak. That's how moved he is.
11: Pride and the satisfaction that I feel. I've pushed the tears to the side, and I'm just sitting here enjoying myself glowing in the dark.
0: I, I have no comment to that, so I think we'll move on. I
11: just, I'm just glowing with You're pride. You're
0: glowing with pride over there? Okay, Glow Glowing good. with
11: pride and happiness, and everything she wrote is absolutely true.
0: Especially the soul-redeeming factor part.
11: That was the only part I heard. What else did she write? What else did she write? <laughs> Hey, there's
0: there are some other things in there. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, you <laughs> can fill that in later. I'll fill that in later. But thank you for sending in your email, and we hope we're glad you liked the show.
11: Thank you immensely much. That's that's fantastic. There's another one here. I got another one. Guess what? From well, oh, you don't have to guess. I'll tell you. It's From Kazar and Kazar writes, dear Auntie Ed, there I was by the wicker man. I had just picked up the quest and was ready to head off and give them a try. Oh, quests, I'm sorry. (laughs) uh, The letters weren't glued down tight enough, some of them slipped off. I'll put them back here, I'll fetch them. I was alone and recalled from a previous podcast that this was a difficult pair of quests that involved getting groups of players together, But since I was in no mood to try and go after the Headless Horseman yet again, and trusting in my prowess as a Death Knight, I decided to go ahead and give it a go. That was where I ran into my first obstacle. I had not been in that part of the world in some time, and had no idea where South Shore was. Fortunately for me, there were a number of guildies online at the time, and when I asked, it reminded me where it was. I am grateful that no one added the all-too-appropriate dummy. You should never think of yourself as a dummy if you don't know where some places it's a very big world with all kinds of names all over the place that sound the same. It's easy to get lost. Never feel bad about that. Ah, uh, the guy continues. My first run into South Shore was through the graveyard, and although a couple of guards took exception to me being there, I continued to run, maneuvering between two buildings. And as soon as the target ring turned green, dropped the bomb and turned to run out. As I dropped the first bomb, I saw the plumes from three other bombs, but being on my way in a a strange and unfriendly place, I only thought that someone else was doing the quest and made my escape. I repeated this twice more, each time entering South Shore from a different location. Soon enough, I had dropped all three bombs and was preparing to spike the ale casks. As I rounded the corner of the inn, I saw a group of Alliance players in the town square milling about and turning back and forth in an attempt, I suspect, to find the horde that were attacking South Shore. (laughs) I did not stop to check their levels and ducked back around the corner where this one NPC guard kept hitting me. I killed it to find I was standing almost on top of his respawn spot, so I killed it again and again and again about five times before I got annoyed at this and went back to the inn. Just as I ran in the door, I could see the group of Alliance players leaving and heading up the road. I cannot be sure, but I suspect they must have thought that the upcoming attack was going to be a frontal assault down the road. It seems that when they raid crossroads, they come in the roads. So. I would not be surprised to find that that was what they were suspecting. I ran up to the casks and put the eggs in only to have this unremarkable level 39 player run up to me from the kitchen. I did not know whether to kill him or expect him to ask what I wanted for lunch and moved away only to have him move up next to me again. By this time some of the guard had run in from the outside so I dropped my death and decay to keep them and the player busy and left. Not bad for half an hour. Two quests, a world event achievement, and no encounters of note with hostile Alliance players. And that from that's, thats That's got intrigue and spy work written all over it. Near misses and, and dangers uh, met in dark alleys while you waited for massive powers to pass you by so you don't get killed. Very, very epic. That was that was, that was uh, epic undercover work.
0: That was very. And you purple. weren't even undercover. <laughs> <laughs> that was extremely purple. Uh, that was awesome. <laughs> Aye. Uh, yeah, because I don't know when we did it this year, uh, we tried to get as many of us together. It can just be a pain with the alliance players because you do have to, you know, you have to stand there and put down these bombs. You do have to run into the inn and you know find the freaking casks. So it was awesome that you had great timing with this and were able to get it all done. I get.
11: And Great. get it all done with all those, uh, with Alliance and NPCs crawling all over the place. That yep. was well done, Kazar.
0: That's excellent. So, good for you. Awesome. And thank you so much for sending in the epic purple tail.
7: Aye, thank you.
0: We get an email from Undelso, who writes, Hola, Auntie Ed, and the biggest, oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> the biggest, most gigantic, awesome cow in the history of large cows everywhere. Big V. Undelso here. I haven't been on in some time, like two plus months. Still haven't gotten in. Sucks. Just felt like saying hi. I've been doing that one thing, I think starts with an R and ends with an E, and there are two L's in the middle. Might be real life or something to that effect. As a tank, I can relate to V, sort of, and in my opinion, The first two heroics to hit is Utgard Keep and the Caverns of Time, calling a strat. Because in Utgard Keep you can get a fairly good tank sword off the first boss, and in Caverns of Time, you can get a good tank shield off the last boss, the dreadlord guy. Uh, I have no idea what to talk about because I'm so far behind in times. It actually has become funny, and pumpkins are veggies, not fruits. I can't believe I'm bored that I'm talking about pumpkins! You don't have to listen to my bovine scat anymore. I'm pondering moving my pally to Mandarin when I get back into game. Well, see ya. Oh, and the heirlooms you buy in Wintergrasp and are more PvP than PvE. And everyone from Undelso who just wanted to send it a hello. And hello to you. And right. I totally understand about the thing with the R and the E and the L's in the middle. And
11: uh, <laughs> I was enjoying that. I thought it was a puzzle. Uh, I thought it was a puzzle you had to solve.
0: <laughs> Uh, it's a riddle. Hey. <laughs> and thank you for clearing up the pumpkins or veggies, not fruits. We appreciate that. That was a a topic of debate a couple of shows back where we weren't quite sure. So there we are. We have clarification now. They are vegetables. But well, thank you very much for letting <laughs> us know how you're doing. Hope no to either. see you in game soon. That's awesome. And thank you for the handy tips. I know Big V will enjoy uh, if we can ever get them in. We'll be very happy to drag him through those, too, and, and get him uh, some gear. That'd be awesome. So thank you so much.
11: Aye, thank you. Uh, yeah, here we go. There's another one. Next email here up is uh, from Pallymore, and it reads, thus, hey, Auntie Ed and Big V. Pallymore here from the Galactica Guild on the uh, Tyroleon EU server. Also, Healy Dude He's also known as Beans on Toast, and he's... <laughs> <laughs> Also known as Mushy Peas. Oh, I love this. This is
0: great. He oh, Mushy Peas! I love it. Please tell me Mushy Peas is like a totally kick-ass PvP character. Because it'd be, be nothing funny. better than having your ass handed to you by a character named Mushy Peas. Okay, yeah. I just gotta point that
11: out. And you'd never tell anyone about it. You'd
0: never. <laughs> that would be your dirty little secret that you got your ass kicked by Mushy Peas. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please continue. Oh uh,
11: right. Okay. Uh. He, uh. I. My wife has uh, an 80 mage named Josinta. That's Josinta. Yes. Uh. I. Uh. Th- that. That. puts out a lot of damage and dies a lot. Uh, especially if I am healing her. Oh dear. He wrote that. Oh dear. <laughs> That's too bad. She shouldn't die a lot if you're healing her. I bet you pay the price for that, don't you? <laughs> Alright, and uh, uh, she'll be 80 on her death night by the time your next show goes out. Oh, well, uh, grats to Jacinta for for hitting 80. We'll just assume that that happened. So, biggest shout goes to Jacinta for suffering, indeed, joining in my wow affliction. Oh, roped her in, did you? (laughs) I have her to thank for being horde. My chamois was Alliance back in the day, but he's an orc now, so all is good. Speaking of the faction swap, I recently got my real-life friend to switch. Uh, he had three or four level 80 alleys and had numerous 70s, uh, BC+. plus. His friends also had numerous 70s and a couple of 80s, I think. They deleted one of their lower characters each and rolled horde and have been enjoying it and shocked by the ganking in the crossroads. <laughs> really, were you? <ya>? Uh, <laughs> sorry, that wasn't me. <laughs> Oh, were they shocked? Indeed. Let's continue. Here we go. As mature players, they wouldn't have been party to the FP attendant bashing that goes on there. Well, that's good to hear. Really like the show and the whole biased nature of it. (laughs) I don't understand. There's no biased nature to this show. Is there?
0: No. Absolutely none.
11: Yay! Especially like the view from the barns. The view from the barns. Awesome. Also, like your non-elitist stance. Good job on that. Those guys are a pain. Just like to thank the different alley stealthers that ganked my lock, Chamois, and hunter in Orgrimmar, respectively, at the weekend coming out of AV on my hunter meant he was flagged, and finishing the battle of UC on my chamois, also flagged, which I didn't even realize. Well, we managed to get the blue-skinned, pointy-eared, glowing-eyed freak that got my shaman, so fair play. But the others got away. Also was wondering about the account hackers. When people get their stuff back, does that mean that Blizz has finally found the wrongdoers? Just always wonder that. My friend's son got hacked from one of these dodgy whispers. Pretty harsh lesson to learn for a fourteen-year-old boy that thought he was getting a free mount. He did get his account unlocked after sending a lot of different evidence to Blizz, so rock on there. Quest-giver killers? Hate them. Happens on both sides, but clearly Crossroads is the worst by far, and bloody annoying you have inspired me to go and kill bunnies Pallymore.
0: no killing bunnies what is this oh no we
7: can't have that
11: i i i i'm at a losses to figure out where that inspiration came from but oh
0: i know where it came from <laughs> i know damn well where it came from <laughs> and don't be inspired to go kill bunnies Real sorry to hear about your friend's son getting hacked. And yeah, that is a harsh lesson, but one I'm sure he won't soon forget. I've gotten those whispers too. I think the favorite one I ever got. It wasn't for a free mount, but it did say something to the effect of log into whatever, whatever website for a special surprise. And I, did, yes, the special surprise would have been that my account was gonna be hacked. Apparently, that was the special surprise so uh, yeah. yeah a good warning to everyone because they're out there and they'll try to tempt you i've seen the whispers for a unicorn mount wow. i've seen it for like a whole assortment of stuff that they'll whisper you and get you know get you to log in and these people can get if you're <laughs> they can get past the authenticators by doing this because you log in the site looks normal the site right. looks like a blizz site you log in, they ask for the authenticator code, you punch it in, now you they've got 30 seconds to break into your account. If you've logged out, if you like logged out of your account and they get that uh, authenticator code, yeah, they can, they can catch you. So be very careful, because I've heard of that happening with even with the authenticators, that they got 30 seconds to break in it's a it's a tight squeeze, but these people suck, so they have uh, programs and stuff to do that. They're
11: evil, they're deceptive, and they're very good at what they do. Mm,
0: and they get deserve to get ganked by mushy peas. I'm telling you.
11: Yes, uh-huh. never 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 go after any kind of a special offer or, or strange new free thing that somebody just comes along and says. Any any whisper or tell or anything that you mm. see in chat, uh, on your in in, in the game can come from anybody. It can come from anybody. You and, never know it if it's from Blizzard. you got to go to the Blizzard site to, and, to and be and sure. think
0: about this. Blizz gives nothing away for free. And if they do, the only thing they did was uh, the reward for people who did have authenticators where you got the cute little corhound pup. Where did you find it? In your mailbox. In your in-game mailbox. Aye. And they just gave it to you. They will never – I mean, they can't tell you enough. They even have – it. if you have little tips up, they will tell you. A blizzard, You know, I know I'm preaching here, but it, you really can't say it too many times because these people will try anything to get into your account, and you're the one who suffers for it.
11: Hey, ask, the, ask that 14-year-old that he mentioned yeah. uh, how he feels about hard, it. Yeah, a-
0: what a hard lesson to learn. And you know what? It doesn't just affect, especially now in guilds and the guild banks – it doesn't just affect you. It does mainly affect you, but hey, we've had people in our guild hacked, and yeah, it affects the guild bank because these people have access. I mean, we had to get strict. Now it's show me the core hound. and how strict and mean that sounds. It's like you got to protect everybody, though, with a guild bank.
11: Hey, well, you, you only know, have to unlock one door to get into the whole building.
0: You know, seriously. So it's now, that's new, like, qualifier. It's like, show me, you know, you could tell me you have an authenticator. It's not that I don't believe you, but show me the core hound. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you got to protect yourself and, you, you know, protect your guilties. If you're in a guild with guild bank access, protect your guilties, too. So that's just what I got to say. But thank you so much. I've gone on long enough. Stop killing bunnies. And thank you so much. Hey, good, good.
11: The, Good point to bring up, Pallymore. Thank you for sending in the email. Thank and you. Aye, stop killing bunnies, and thank you for the <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the, the topic to bring up. Excellent.
0: Yes, yes, I can go on. Believe me. We have an email from Steve Collins. Hi, Steve. Hey, Annie, Ed, and Big V. I got a huge Uber shout-out. Please give shout-outs to everyone in the Off the Air Guild. I was at a bad point in WoW and started to doubt myself and my tanking. I almost quit because of a non-guilty opinion and views. The -the off-the-air guildies came to my rescue. And Bran, Anderson, Sagan, and everyone who posted on the forums really helped me out, especially Bran who fronted the thousand gold for my dual spec, and Anderson who sent me 150 gold to cover repairs and such. Much love guys, thank you. As from Steve Collins, the undead stripper in a purple hat on the org mailbox. Yes, that's as scary as it sounds, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) You don't want to see it. And yet, we have to see it every time he goes out, okay? (laughs) Actually, actually, uh, I will take this moment to um, regale our listeners, because it is Steve. And and to explain a little bit more about the undead stripper and the purple hat. First, yes, I know you were going through a bad time with the the whole looking for group thing. Oh, God, don't get me started on that. But... (laughs) In relation to that, um, so we're very glad you decided to to stick it out because you're, you're a wonderful tank. You're awesome. And uh, it's just too much fun to see you in the purple hat. But yes, uh, Steve has a way of stripping down naked in the purple hat. The oh, purple... I didn't
11: think I wanted to hear this.
0: No, it's a good story. It's, uh, it's a wizard hat, too. It's the purple wizard hat. It ain't nothing like an undead in a purple wizard hat, okay? So, we did a looking for group once. I was in the group. We just needed to pug a last spot. There were four guildies, and we just had one spot open. And in walks the person who says, first words out of his mouth, who says, This isn't the suck... Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I gotta make sure I get it right. This isn't the epic fail group from a half hour ago, is it? What a charmer! What? A- Not even hello! This isn't the epic fail group. Not even a hello out of them. So, I'm ready. I'm on the, um... <laughs> I'm on the kick button, as it were. I'm like, oh, righty then, nice to see you. And Steve says to me, no, 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 let me have him. I said, by all means. So Steve starts talking to him. And because the guy also then puts in and says, oh, are these like your alts? And we go, no, these are our mains. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Smooth walked in the door. So Steve's like, why does our gear suck? And the guy's like well em, tem, tem, tem. So Steve takes off uh, The naked Steve strips down With the pointy purple hat And starts with I'm going to go tank this last boss Naked you think I suck And he just like starts going on and on <laughs> And this guy left the group So to that I say Bravo Steve
2: oh, you, well I'm
0: going on no other Pug if you are not there Because there ain't nothing better to point at these people Than a naked undead in a pointy purple hat That's all I gotta say about that Just point them at it and go here Look at this, look at this You wanna run with us, look, look at it
11: I'll admit that it threw me off balance in a hurry
0: (laughs) It was awesome So, thank you to Steve And we're so glad that you decided to stay in game Because it's just not the same without you and I've gone on again long enough about that, so let us continue with email.
11: Don Steve Collins. I don't listen. to don't listen to anybody else but your no. friends.
0: It's, screw with anyone else, especially these people. They are vicious. They're, 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 they're little whiny they're bears. maggots.
11: They're wee barons that have nothing better to do than than than. Oh. What they
0: do? What they do? <laughs> what they do?
11: Foolishness. Which,
0: yes. Thank you. And uh, on to you.
11: A.D.?
0: A.D., I've got got an acronym
11: now. I'm almost complete. I've got my own acronym. This is fantastic. A.D. I'm not going to be able to fit my head out the door when I try to
0: leave. we got a plunger. We'll help you out. Thank you. You're welcome.
11: All right, then. This this next up is uh, from The Punisher. And uh and it reads Dear Troll Queen Auntie Ed You're a Tro you're royalty I've that. got an acronym and your royalty <laughs> I'm
0: royalty, look at that.
11: There, well, alright, I'll continue with the email, your majesty. Dear Troll Queen, Auntie Ed and the huge cow big V V V. That's four Vs. You might have, that that he might have meant Big V I'll just continue. Actually, no, not Big V. You get enough love as it is. Yeah, he does.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, come to think of it, you're right. No, screw V. No, no, you're right. You're you're on there. Okay, I'm sorry.
11: He jumps back and changes it to the opposite at the very end. He says, just getting Big V, we love you. He's he's playing with emotions here. He is. (laughs) Just trying to swing that gauge over from one side to the other. Whatever. All right, here we go. It's the Punisher, and he writes... It is I, the Punisher, writing in again, I have much news to update you with, and about a new sport that might take me from WoW for good. Hmm. Anyway, the Punisher was futzing around in World of Warcraft and somehow fell into the deep dark hole uh, into game saturation. It was time to take a break, and I was tired of going on raids that couldn't be finished, and ultimately ended with a screaming six-year-old as a raid leader. So I hooked up with my friends and left my house, wincing as the sun baked my pale white skin. (laughs) We were having fun hanging around, goofing off, going to parties for a couple of months, when the urge to play World of Warcraft came again, so I sat down in front of my computer and was about to reactivate my account, when I noticed an email from one of my friends. I clicked on it, expecting a joke or something similar, instead I got an invitation to a LARP. Now I've heard of these before, that's L-A-R-P. "'A live A-action roll play and "'Tons of people LARP.'" (laughs) He continues. "'Now, I've heard of these before and thought they were sort of lame, "'but I checked it out anyway. "'I log onto a website and read through the backstory. "'Actually sounded a lot like D&D. "'However, I kept reading and came to a part where I realized "'that you were allowed to hit each other. (laughs) "'Naturally, being a guy, I was intrigued and stopped by one of their practices.'" Well, long story short... It was like a level 1 against 2,080s, but they were nice about it and taught me tips and tricks that they learned when they were starting out. I was hooked, and I think now that I have some means of escape from the hustle and bustle of the day, I might just quit World of Warcraft entirely. That's the kind of thing I like to hear. That's the kind of thing. Real world, real life, squared off with a solid weapon in your grip, facing a solid flesh of and battle and dig in your actual feet into the actual turf as you swing that foam-covered sword in a live-action player! <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, end of the email is thus. Blood and thunder, my friends, the Punisher. Uh, <coughs> uh, well done, the Punisher. Congratulations on finding such a fun thing to do that actually happened.
0: <laughs> well, yes. That is awesome that you actually found a great group to, to to live action role play with. That is so cool. They are kind of few and far between, I think, uh, oh, I nowadays. I got, I got carried away with that because you, they are. They, they, they are few and far, and especially finding like a group of good folks. It's just like finding a good guild. You know, finding a, a exactly group what of, you
11: said. Indeed yeah,
0: because you could have some people who are like the really really hardcore rating, and you're not. Um, so, awesome that you're into it. Let us know how that's working out. But you know what? You're still going to miss WoW. Yes, you
10: are.
2: Um, I mean, it
0: wouldn't
11: hurt to play every once in a while maybe. to log on and play World of Warcraft. But that's right. It's just, it's just a, a fantastic thing to find, and it's great to hear, and I'm sorry I got overexcited about it.
0: That's okay. That's okay. But thank you so much, Punisher, for sending in your email. We have an email from... Larthazan, on the Feathermoon server, who writes, Hey, Ed and Big V! First off, love the show. Trying to get through all the back episodes yet, but loving it all. So anyway, there I was playing Alliance. Yes, I know, bad me, but let's face it, it is easier to level on the Alliance, as there are more quests and better rep for ins on the Alliance side. Thankfully, Blizz got a clue and implemented faction change, but enough of that. I learned from experience and have changed all my tunes to the horde, a long list so I will spare you that. But today, I convinced two full guilds to come to the horde. These are all old raiding friends as they are definitely good and then promptly did a for the horde raid which ended up being full which ended up being 14 full raid groups at once. Which was fun as heck when we wiped through the Alliance cities. I would like to tell you about an undercover alliance. Her name is Lazy. Level 80 Blood Elf Death Knight on the Feathermoon server. Anyone willing to risk running with her should know this, as she is likely to get them killed. (laughs) (laughs) Strength and honor for the Horde. Oh, yes, and kill... What is with this? Oh, yes, and kill all the bunnies (laughs) as they are the most vile, evil, foul-tempered rodent you have ever seen and moo. Keep up the good work. That is Larthazan, level 80, Blood Out Paladin on Feather Moon. What is not with a- this hostile bunny thing?
11: <laughs> not a good season for bunnies, is no,
0: it? No, no, we're not starting off 2010 well here with all this, you know, V is corrupting everybody.
11: <sighs> You've got to give pause. You can't give, be recommended something like that when you're as dynamic and charismatic as you are. Uh, I mean, someone that can convince two whole guilds to switch over to the Horde is somebody that lots of people listen to. Oh, and if yeah. they look up to you and listen to you, they'll also listen to you about the bunnies. So don't be telling people to go kill bunnies. I'll just say, <laughs> oh that's Lartha's on said, we gotta go kill bunnies. And I'll go and do it, and you'll make Auntie Ed even more sad. That's no I, good.
0: No, I'll be very sad. I will. But awesome that you got two two freaking groups. Oh my god, two guilds to come over to the horn side. that, that is an achievement. That deserves a bring and a little achievement thing pop up on your screen for that one. Awesome.
11: That's almost as good as getting a two-letter abbreviation.
0: That's even better, I think. I think that's even better than a two-letter abbreviation.
11: I'm glowing (gasps) brighter here. I'm just glowing brighter and brighter with my pride (laughs) and my happiness at this bonanza.
0: <clears throat> thank you so much for sending in your email. And yes, do look out for the Undercover Alliance, Lazy, L A I S Y, um, if you don't want to get killed. Mm. That's just always a good point, and we should point these people out. <gasps>
11: Seems like there's a story behind that. I wonder if. You're... Uh, yes, that that it talks, does
0: indeed. That but thank you so much for sending in your email. Aye, thank you very much.
11: Uh, here we are. We've got another one here. I've got it. Here, I'll I'll take care of it. It's from Ziva, a level 80 troll shaman. And it reads, thus, hi, Auntie Ed and the rest of the FTH crew. I just listened to your holiday special and had to write to tell you how much I enjoyed it. It was a thing of beauty. Cleverly written and wonderfully performed by all, even if some of the accents were a bit... off. (laughs) But still funny. Kudos to you all. I think it was your best show yet. But now that you're set a bar so high, what are you going to do next? Happy Wintervale, cheers, and for the horn. Ziva, level 80 troll shaman, on the Bronzebeard server. Uh, I, we've already heard. Uh, first of all, thank you. Thank you thank very you. much.
0: What are we going to do next? The same thing we do every podcast <laughs> try to take over the world. Warcraft. Well,
11: uh, as Auntie had said, that's probably going to be a seasonal thing. I don't know that she wants to put another uh, 70 hours work in post-production.
0: I don't know how we're ever going to... Everyone's... There's a lot of uh, folks who say, how are you going to beat that? We're not. Okay? We're just not.
11: (laughs) As I recall, as I recall, uh, you you spent something like seventy plus hours of po- post. Uh, there was a lot
2: of post work. Yes, there
11: Post was. production audio work, making I... everything. You did everything from scratch. You started yes. with just the voices and everything that came out of the voice. This is anti Eds. Well, it was a group effort, of course. I just. I eat lots of praise on Auntie Ed because I know how hard she worked on the thing, and it's. Yes, everybody did. a lot of
0: work on it um, in the post production, but everyone really. uh, I think even worse than the post production uh, time and effort, I think the hardest part of the entire endeavor was getting everyone together at the same time.
11: Oh, there's a challenge.
0: (laughs) That was a challenge. Uh, getting everyone together on the same day at the same time to do this. Well, so, that, at
11: that time of year as well.
0: Yeah, we had quite a... We, that took two months, I think, to get scheduled. But anyway, um, we're so glad you enjoyed that. Uh, thank you again so much for sending in your email. That was awesome.
7: Aye, thank you.
0: We have an email from Cadbury, who says, I play for the other side. But I have posted your podcast, A Winter Veil Tale, on my Facebook and my Guild Forum. Thank you for all the hard work that went into the podcast. Even Alliance love it. Level 80, Fury, Human Warrior, Grandmother, Mother, Caterbury on the Bell Gun server, and Chance Member. Have a wonderful Christmas to all. Woohoo! Thank you so much for sending in your email. Even a Alli- lot That is like the promo line right there. Even Alliance love it.
11: Even a—I Alli- I can attest oh, to that. Winter I can Mael's definitely Tale- attest to that. Even
0: Alliance love it. That is awesome. I love that you put it up on your Facebook. Oh, my God. That is so cool.
11: I tell everyone, anyone that hasn't heard it yet that you think might enjoy it, send them a link in the email or some such to 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 spread the word around. It is, It is such a fun show.
0: So uh, that that was yeah that's awesome <laughs> so thank you thank you from the other side we won't good. say anything um, but thank you so much for sending in your email.
11: I'm glad you enjoyed the show, Catabry. Thank you. Next, what here have we? Uh, email from Hathanta, and it reads: "Dear Auntie Ed and Big V, wow, I love the Winter Wintervale tale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. This is good. That's fantastic! This is so good to hear." It amused me greatly while I was wrapping presents. Did we read this one already, or is this something else?
0: No, no, this is they... Apparently, the Winter Vale tale is what to listen to while wrapping presents.
11: Well, imagine me getting confused over two different people wrapping presents at that time of year. (laughs) I I don't
0: know. Yeah. I don't know know
11: what would make me think that that was uh, an odd thing. (laughs) All right, I'll try again. It amused me greatly while I was wrapping presents. After finishing, I went and listened to the table, which is round, and chicken pot pies. Still awesome. I guess I better find something to say. Otherwise, this might stop here. Possibly a good thing. My guild sort of died. No one was active. And I put aside my hunter to get to 80 on my death night. Other than that, nothing new has happened, or nothing that I can think of right now. While listening to Table Witches Round, I heard the song Always the First to Die again, and I realized it was talking about D&D, At least, I think it is. Uh, yeah, Aye, that, that's, uh, that's correct. It was connected to that. Having recently started playing, I recognized the terms and had a realization. In our last game, two players fell unconscious the Hunter, and moments before the Hunter, the Wizard Mage. Played by Sabrine. I think he's been mentioned on the show before. Uh, aye, that name does sound familiar yes. as a guild leader, I yes. think, uh, in, was... a, in a, a few emails back, yes. A few
0: emails back. Look at this, Sabrin, uh, again. Uh,
11: this cracked me up, and I'll have to tell him about it. Aye, I suppose what you're talking about is always the first to die. Indeed, uh, it's, quite, uh, it's quite an amusing uh, little ditty there. <laughs> on another note, I remember a song you once played entitled "Nihao." A gold farmer story, and was wondering where you downloaded it from. Well, that's uh, that's it, I guess. Thanks for reading. And that's from Hathanta, a troll death knight level 78, also known as Thunderstar, a Torrin hunter level 74. Blood and thunder for the horde. Woo-hoo!
2: Awesome. Thank you.
0: Hi. Thank in you very that much, Hafanta, for, for yeah. all of that.
11: So that Kneehouse song, what about that? Uh,
0: well the Kneehouse song was done by Nim and Summergale on the Alegria server. Mm. And I don't know if their site Now, last I checked he had kinda given it up, but I've heard he's kinda come back. Uh, you can find it on Mad Cow Studios is the name of what they put like all their stuff under. And (laughs) Mad Cow Studios Uh, They have a ton of good work That they've done Uh, Nim, as I've said, is just brilliant When it comes to doing wow parody songs Just absolutely brilliant So really glad you like the house song In fact, uh, I may play that again sometime soon
2: Expect and it when you least expect, expect
0: it. it when you least expect it. Could it could come at any time. At any point, at any moment. It could show up. But that's where I got it from. Uh, and of course, if you go onto YouTube and just type in Nim Wow, you're going to find all his stuff. Because uh, he's got a ton of videos out and they're cute and they're fun. And like I said, he just does eerily good work when it comes to doing parodies of these songs. So, very glad you enjoyed the show, especially the Winter Veil Tale. Awesome. And thank you so much for writing in.
11: Excellent. Thank you. Thank you very much again. Hasanta.
0: We have an email from Rakagi, a.k.a. Panther Kid, who writes and says, Hello, almighty Ed, and her non-combat pet, Big V.
11: Oh, dear. <laughs> oh. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
11: well, you're liking that. Just... Oh, yeah.
0: Just kidding, V. There is cow love. So first thing I want to do is give a huge shout out to the entire Off the Air Guild for being so purely amazing that it is incomprehensible to the human mind. Thank goodness we're horde. I love you guys. The second thing I'm writing in about is unfortunately a call out. The other day I was on my paladin drinking tea in the Undercity when I got a whisper from a level one who proceeded to ask if I was Steve Collins. Then called me stupid for five minutes, both before and after I told him I was not. I suspect this was an alliance getting revenge since they disappeared from my ignore list. After that, I logged into my death knight, figuring that leveling would make me less irritable about that asshat. An hour later, the following conversation occurred Seppi, are you Steve Collins? Me, no, I'm his guildmate. Seppi, duh, I know. Me, Steve isn't on right now. Seppi, I know. He locked off 15 minutes ago. Me, so why did you whisper me? Seppi, you're stupid. Me, this conversation is pointless. (gasps) Why do people mistake me for Steve? Ah, well, Steve is a great guy. A coincidence, I'm sure, that a character named Seppi on another realm ninja'd a really good tank trinket for me the other day. Ah, well. Horde to horde, Rakagi panther kit. Ah, <laughs> uh, Steve, you naked in the pointy purple hat, look what you're doing. No, you're <laughs> just Causing <laughs> grass. Actually, no, you didn't do anything. These these asshats, that was a great word use of the word, by the way. Yes, these asshats like, what are you doing? You know you're not Steve. He knows he logged off 15 minutes ago, which in and of itself is creepy. That he's watching him. That he's sitting there watching him. So, in other words, this Seppi doesn't have enough moxie, we'll say, to go and confront Steve himself. No, he's got to go through one of the guildmates. Well, you know what, Seppi? You're an asshat.
11: That's S-E-P-I-I Although it may have deleted it. the character by now Who knows It's a...
0: but, Well, no, because she mentions There's a, there's a character named that in another realm That ninjaed a really good tank trinket So hmm. that's a high enough character You don't get rid of something like that
11: yeah. It just it sounds like, such, it just sound like Bored little kitties yeah, it Bored does. little kitties running around causing but, trouble
0: But, you know, it's like you, you get this sort of thing And it's like you do You want to smack them In the head, you know, don't even. Next time, you know what? Next time you get a whisper like that, whoever's on Guild, tell them. And what we all do is we all whisper the person saying, I'm Steve. And we just keep whispering this person saying, I'm Steve Collins. No, I'm Steve Collins. No, I. So 50 whispers (laughs) will come in to this guy, and we're all saying we're Steve Collins, okay? That's what we're going to do next time, all right? And show him. So I'm sorry you got that. Uh, but, yes, let us know, and we'll take care of it next time by bombarding them with whispers.
11: That <laughs> does sound like a, a bit of fun.
0: That does. That does. I'm liking that idea already. So that's what we'll hey, do next that's time.
11: High. I'm Steve Collins. Oh, yes, yes, I'm stupid. Yes, my alt here that I'm playing, I'm stupid. I'm stupid, too. Me, too. I'm Me stupid. Too. Tell I'm us stupid. all why we're stupid. Yeah,
0: go ahead. <laughs> keep, keep, keep
11: the loser talking until you can find out where they are in world.
0: Yes, sir. Until we triangulate their position.
11: Aye, and then you can uh, jump around in front of them wherever they go, no matter what they try to do.
0: Turn them into a bunny. What do you think? Aye. <laughs> That's what I'd do to them anyway. But thank you for sending in your email. So glad you're liking the guild, of course. Uh, it's been awesome having you with. And uh, thank you for your email.
11: Aye, excellent. Well written. Thank you, Rakagi. Uh, next up, we have an email from Mornblood. It reads, Dear Auntie Ed, Hey, it's Mourn blood. I wrote in a while ago and I have just loaded up the last few podcasts and surely make me laugh. But one thing irked at me. Oh, it didn't just irk him. It irked at him. It was actively irking him. That's terrible. Let's find out what it was. The what? Emblems? Badges? Alright, so Blizzard may be totally inconsistent with this stuff, but let me explain. We've gone through two types of badges already that don't really matter at all. Now, uh, now, of course, because of the new instances. Conquest has just recently been dropped as the main currency and replaced by Triumphs. Give you 245 gear, which kicks ass in itself, and you can now get one off the, uh, each heroic boss and like a 45% chance on regular 77 to 80 instances. The Frost emblems are insane, and I don't recommend getting them, because if you're anything like me, it'll take like four months to get 50 uh, to a day from the Finder. You can't do the Daily anymore. Yeah, they did it. 3.3 cut out of the Heroic Daily for reasons untold. Now you can get emblems one way without raiding, and you need near 250 of them to be respected in any role. It sucks, but it always has, hasn't it? One thing about tanking. The only epic cloak you can get without killing yourself drops in heroic halls of reflection. The boss that drops it hits you for for, for 30,000 health every now and again. Love the show, and a moo to the cow. Mourn blood.
0: Wow. You know, I have stopped trying to keep up with the badges. I I know there's like, you know, this badge and that badge and you can turn them in. I know you can turn in something like 2000 of the or uh, not 2000. You could turn in some 50 or something like that for 2,000 gold um, or gear, and you can do all this. But I have no idea, A, what is what, B, where to turn it in, and C, I sure as hell don't have enough of any of them. So I don't worry about it too much.
11: I don't either. It sounds to me like it's gotten very complicated.
0: Very, but you're right. They keep, like, switching it around, and, yeah, they took out the heroic daily. Like, oh, thank you. Uh, Hmm. Who knows why they did it? Probably in Blizzard's eyes. Well, now it's getting too easy to get the badges. Shut up, Blizzard! You don't play your own game. Anyway, it all just (laughs) starts to sound like uh,
11: math—mathematics with words replacing the numbers.
0: Yeah, I really don't want to have to do math to play the game. Okay, I really don't. (laughs) I sure as hell don't want to figure out the freaking badge system. But anyway, thank you for sending in your email and trying to explain it to us.
7: I it,
11: it, b- perhaps I perhaps I need to sit down and watch one of the motion picture film things that explains it all.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, but thank you for your email. Hi,
11: thank you, Mornblood.
0: We get an email from Moonhawk. Hey Bunny Lovin' Auntie Ed and the new co-host of reading of the email, Angry Dwarf. This is a red letter day for me! <laughs> I think
11: I've peaked. You've it peaked. doesn't get any better than this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to go outside and run around the building for a while. You do that. This is Moonhawk, sending you a mailhawk. Ah! Happy New Year to everyone at FTH staff. I like the new Dungeon Finder. Easy to make money and emblems for new gear, almost full of epics. I have been saving up my gold so I can buy Artisan Flying, which is cheaper to buy in Borean Tundra, depending on your rep. With the Warsong Hold, I think it is. Anyway, I'm down to 4250 gold for it, and I have 3400 at the moment. When the new expansion finally comes out, we will be able to fly everywhere, so it will be worth the money. I've also done a load of achievements, because I'm in and out of dungeons all the time. I'm now Moonhawk the Patient. Oh my god, well, congrats to you for getting that, because <laughs> I know it's involved to get that. I'm working on a different title as well. I want to be the champion of the Frozen Wastes, and I want the Proto-Drake. So what if I'm a druid? Does that mean I can't use dragons? I can only use my animal forms? Does that mean I can't use zeppelins too? Am I supposed to walk? Screw that! You walk! Okay, let's shut that (laughs) door. (gasps) I've been getting my enchanting up to speed now! And that, too, almost 700 gold for 15 skill points, but it goes better now. I skinned a lot of gorillas to earn money and pay my repair bills. Oh, yeah, I saw a guild which was called Gold Pools. I got mad just by looking at them, and they were horrid. What a disgrace! We should all gather up and kick their asses and throw gnomes at them. <laughs> Guess that's about it. Kill the bread bitch again, though. And some alleys in the area. <laughs> for the horde, Damn it! Moonhawk, the nun patient, <laughs> Norwegian furious bull. <laughs> Killing that bread bitch again. Man, Moonhawk. I, uh, I don't know. I think there's I a... was
11: all over happy about that email. Everything that had to do with it was fantastic, and then he had to go and say that.
0: Oh, uh, well, we're, we'll just pretend he didn't. Nah, we won't. No, he killed the bread bitch.
11: He killed uh, the bread bitch. <laughs> and that she's not the bread oh, Forget it. Come on.
0: But, you know, i got to tell you, um, for the holidays, when there was the BB gun achievement, hmm? which required you to, with the BB gun you got for the holidays, to go shoot the Alliance leaders. Don't get me started on it. Whoa, uh, hey,
11: the one-shot uh, good luck if you miss. Yeah,
0: good luck if you miss, which was every freaking single time. But anyway, there <laughs> we were outside of Stormwind regrouping. And somebody, I, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but somebody actually said, Hey, there's... Susie Q or whatever the hell her name actually is and everyone in the event kind of went quiet and I chimed in with the translation which was the bread bitch and then everyone knew exactly who they were talking about so you know it's just you, you name stick name stick some people even went, "Oh, that's the bread bitch! Yeah, Aye. that's her."
11: <laughs> and who's going to tell the epic tale of the bread bitch that attacked a fully armored uh, warrior or or hunter or anybody that comes along that's got bladed weapons and and armor, whether it's leather or otherwise, with a with a loaf of bread. Oh, and the and the and the the crunchy outside browned hey. portion of the loaf crackled against the shield, and it nearly caused him to have an allergic reaction or something.
0: It's ridiculous. You put a loaf of bread in the freezer; that gets mighty hard.
2: Oh, she could please. do
0: some damage with that. We gotta stop oh, her before she starts.
11: A dangerous, <laughs> dangerous woman with a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, thank you so much for your email. I think you were one of the few people who likes the new Dungeon Finder. <laughs> the fact that you got the patient, good for you, because in order to get that title, and of course the little pug puppy that comes with, which I love the little pug puppy, but I don't have the patience. No, I don't, and hence the title. You have to do, you have to pug with a hundred different people on heroic dungeons. <laughs> Kill me now. Kill hey, the re- The yeah.
11: real life equivalent, I think, is to stick your head in the door and keep slamming your, slamming your oh,
0: door. Oh, so good for you for getting that. I know some of our guildies in off-air have gotten it, and they're still in a corner going <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> with their little pug puppy scooting around them. Um, hey. But they got it, and they got the title, so good for you. And thank you for sending in your email.
11: Hey, well done on the patient, Moonhawk. Well done, thank you. Alright, uh, what, what, what next? Here, uh, from Sagan. An email from Sagan. Greetings, Anti-Ed and Big V. I hope the holidays with all of its chaos treated you and yours kindly this season. And speaking of such things, the Winter Vale special is fantastic. I <laughs> love it. Love to hear that. Not sure if you remember my little brother, Amblos, but he wanted to tell, uh, he wanted me to tell you it is pure awesomeness. And that big V made the best Scrooge ever he did do a fabulous job of that
0: yes he did. that was excellent yes,
11: he did. Uh, her little brother also sends his best wishes to the guild and staff and hopes to be in the game soon uh, again soon that was Amblos oh I all oh, right Sagan's little Sagan's, uh, little brother well wishes aside I have a story to tell I am attempting lore master I will pause briefly for the she's idle. She's out of her mind, comments. <laughs> Got it out of your system? I will continue. I, if I knew anything about it, I'd probably think she was crazy, but I don't know enough about it. It's probably uh, extremely difficult. For I will continue. For those of you who don't know, Loremaster is a title achievement for completing quests in Old World Azeroth, Outland, and Northrend. I'm currently working on the quests I missed when I was leveling in Kalimdor so many moons ago. Does anyone remember the Consumed by Hatred quest in the Barrens, where you have to gather sixty Quillbore tusks? I knew you would. So I travel over there to where the Quillbores hang out, (laughs) little do they know of their impending doom by fireball. (laughs) I stop before the slaughter and think to myself, I better make sure I have backspace. I've been questing a lot, and I don't always visit a vendor when I should. After tossing some greys, what do I see? The mechanical yeti I got during Wintervale. It only had thirteen hours left before it would disappear until the next year. So I thought, why not let the poor little thing out for a bit? I've always been told my kindness would bite me in the butt one day, and dang are those teeth sharp. I click on the yeti, and he appeared by my side. I patted him on the head before selecting my first target. I didn't get a chance to cast a single spell. The yeti bolted off into the direction of the quill boars, killing everything with one strike. I was amused at first watching the boars fall one by one with lightning speed until I realized I couldn't loot the boars at all. (laughs) No! I need those 60 tusks, and I wasn't going to let my yeti take them from me, so I clicked on the yeti icon in my bag to dismiss him. And it wasn't working. The rampaging yeti kept going. I tried to move away from the area in the hopes he would follow me, but that didn't work either. At this point, all the Quilbor were dead, and the yeti had moved on to a nearby uh, raptor. There was nothing I could do but watch the chaos I had unleashed onto the world as the yeti moved from target to target. Eventually, he did disappear. I can't tell you how long the onslaught went on. It seemed to me like forever. I bet it was only a few minutes though. All I know was that it was long enough to wipe out the entire Quillbore, Raptor and Planestrider species. (laughs) For the love of strong drink! that must have been been a spectacle. I sat in the middle of the Quillbore village to wait for the respawns. I never touched the Yeti again. I didn't even dare to open his bag he rested in. Words to the wise. Yetis are evil. Hissing with Love, Sagan, Pyromage of Off the Air. P.S. Big thanks to Anderson, Thunder, Adia, Bugs, Bran, Zath, Kama, GT, and anyone else I'm forgetting for inviting me along for the dungeon and raiding fun we've had these past few weeks. I've had a lot of fun and can't wait for more. Excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, Sagan, that was... uh, Oh, what an experience.
0: I guess you forgot Big B's tale of when he opened a a mechanical Yeti and we found out what was in a can of (laughs) whoop-ass. That's right, he did the same thing, didn't he? Yeah, but he kind of meant to do it on purpose. He didn't mind so much. He was after the mining uh, and just needed to clear out the area. So he opened up the Yeti and it wiped out the entire Centaur area. (laughs) <laughs> um, in Thousand Needles But yeah, we discovered In a can of whoop-ass Is a mechanical yeti Oh yeah They are like A pet on aggressive And you can't stop them Thank you for sitting In your tail That's awesome And uh, and glad you're having A good time with the guild Aye, and and
11: Thank you again For the kind words About uh, Winterfell Tale that was Very good.
0: glad you enjoyed The Winterfell Tale And yes, I remember Amblos Wondered what happened to him <laughs> like, What happened Amblos? I don't know He hasn't shown up in- 10 months so uh, yeah but yeah when he's ready to come back in let us know we have an email from BorTruck. who writes in and says hey auntie ed and the biggest most super colossal most awesome mondo mammothness who, who's amazing massive size is rivaled only by the amount of bunnies slaughtered by his walloping stature big V."
11: I'm going to start timing these. (laughs) I'm going to hit a stopwatch when they begin and then... Yeah, see how long it
0: takes. Yeah, really. (laughs) A new scourge has arrived. Blood Elf Death Knights. I don't know about your server, but mine is flooded with the little things. I can't understand why they're so popular other than their undercover alliance picking the pretty Horde race. I was hoping you, with a Blood Elf of your own, might have some insight as to why there are so many of them. Horde or Death truck level eighty orc death knight and Krahan eighty torrent hunter. I can't even read the last line. I'll
11: I'll I'll, I'll read it you for read you. I
0: can't. It's too painful. I can't it's read it. It's in big red letters. It's in big red letters. I can't read it.
11: It says total bunnies killed twelve thousand seven hundred and fifty eight. Strange things that people to put up people as an accomplishment. Killing all the
0: bunnies. <laughs> Stop killing bunnies! Damn it. <laughs> And this one has a friggin total. Look at this. Good heavens. There aren't that many bunnies in the world.
11: Well, there certainly aren't any more.
0: <laughs> aren't any more. See, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. But, thank you for your email. Um, I think what you are seeing is Holiday. Because our server got hit too. Blizz, in their freaking infinite wisdom on uh, the Mandarin server, has also designated as a new player starter server. So not only do we have Death Knights galore, we also have an influx of new players to the point where we have a queue. I haven't seen a queue since before Burning Crusade Mm. on any server that I've been on. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing queues again. And it's calmed since the kiddies went back to school. Um, But I think what you saw was holiday gift giving and people who had that 58 jumped on and tried a blood elf. I don't know why a blood elf. The you know, like he said, maybe because they're the pretty horde race. I am partial to blood elves myself. I can't tell you why. Probably because I like their starting area. Because their starting area was the the BC starting area, and I liked it because it was so much better than any other one I tried. It was everything was together and neat, and you, you know, you went one, two, three, four, and you just like cruised along, and it was. Very organized, far better organized than vanilla. Well,
11: it's obvious to me why Blizzard has been telling people and designating this server as a good server for noobs. Oh why. For a brand new players. That's because you're on it.
0: That must be the reason, yeah.
11: They found out that Auntie Ed is on the Madaron server and so uh, they're Yeah, they and went.
0: we know how much Blizzard loves me. So <laughs> Yeah, we know how much me and Blizz get along just like, you know, peas in a pod there. Yeah. Um, So, (laughs) the only thing I can think of is that you hit holiday season and...
11: That was probably it.
0: Folks just coming... Because I have noticed that the queue hasn't been around at least for the last, you know, week or two since the holidays calmed down and everyone's back to school, back to work, done with vacation. It's calmed. So, you're probably going to see that thin out. (laughs) But thank you for your email. I... Don't approve of the bunny killing, but I have stated my point on that, and there it is.
11: Uh, you'll you find out uh, that's not such a good idea. You'll listen, listen to Winter Rail Tale, and uh, you'll see that's not such a good idea. No, there, it's bro-truc. not.
0: They're, they come back. Yes, they Br- do.
11: Bro Truck or cra- Crahan, whichever he's playing, uh, may regret the decision to go after that many bunnies. Mm-hmm. But, Absolutely. Uh, that was it was excellent to hear though the question and the e- get the email at, uh, and fantastic thank you thank you this has been the most fantastic fabulous uh, incredible f- fun reading of letters strung together to make the words that make the sentences that I've ever experienced because I was mentioned
0: <laughs> and <O'Leary's>
11: I got. <laughs> And I got my own acronym. Yes. Thank, thank you, Auntie Anne, for letting me come and play again.
0: And thank you, Choking AD, for coming on and helping us out yet again, reading emails.
11: <laughs> Ch- choking Angry Dwarf, is that
0: it? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
5: all right. Okay. Well, I'll go choke in the corner go for a while. Go choke
0: in the corner and glow and beam and go, go have yourself a muffin. You'll be all right. Ooh. thank you. You're welcome. And thank you to everyone for sending in your emails! And that brings us to the close of our show. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you again for downloading and listening. If you wish to contact us, you can. Some of you may have noticed our phone number is no longer working. This is because nobody's called us. (laughs) Nobody loves us. Anyway, so uh, we are working on getting a new number and should have that by the next show. So at present, you cannot use the call in line because it doesn't exist. However, you can email us at fthradio at gmail.com and visit the website www.forthehorderadio.com where therein lies the huge list of other email addresses we have for all our other staff. So please feel free to email them or email uh, the main email, which is always awesome to hear from you guys. And we will return in three weeks for another Saving the Bunnies. No, really, Saving the Bunnies. Stop Killing the Bunnies. Episode
5: of.
1: If I had known we'd already done that, I wouldn't have brought it up. Well, I
0: did, but you know, if you actually
2: showed up and came,
1: maybe no. Oh no! (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. Had to go earn a living to keep playing the game. Oh,
0: bitch, bitch, Uh, bitch! Yeah, like the rest of us are eating bonbons over here. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, you are. No, we're not. Not all of you. I know you are.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. You're so eating bonbons. I'm so eating bonbons. I'm just sitting around eating bonbons watching my stories.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Duh.
9: And uh, well, God damn it, I had this huge rant that I was gonna do, and now I'm, like, I'm getting snippets of it, but I don't know how to get to those snippets. <laughs> Give me two seconds here. Give me two seconds. I'm so out of practice. Damn it, Ed. He gave me too long of a break.
0: Seriously, I leave you guys off for a month and look what happens. Yeah, uh, uh, uh. Uh, yes, yeah, this game is called WoW. We play it. That's it.
8: That's pretty much it. But <laughs> That's yeah. it. Now, it's been some time since we last spoke, and a lot has happened. Blizzard has patched WoW again, and yet again. All of my beautiful la, 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 la.
4: given that he is unstable, the portals are less than stable as well. Influences from our world may you... creo take two Inf... ah, you motherfucker, motherfucker! all right, let's try this again.
8: Don't be an English teacher on podcast. you'll blow your <laughs> brains out, <laughs> but of course, with the good comes the bad. some players don't feel like the normal rules of I agree and will help in any way I can I also
0: also and it's a cute little pug I will admit but
1: and apparently it'll drag its ass across the floor
0: which is what and uh, his uh, thing now is every time we have a fish feast out he puts the pug on top of it so it scoots across the fish feast
1: (laughs) that's good
0: (laughs) Um, and you'd be surprised what pixels will do to people that they won't touch the fish, the the fish feast after the pug has done this.
1: What's a fish feast?
0: <laughs> I have to laugh.
1: There's one of our outtakes. What's a fish feast?
0: Yeah, basically that was a good one. I like that. Yeah. What's a fish feast? You have got to come on some runs, dude. Oh my goodness, you don't even know what a fish feast is, you poor thing. So I says, so I says to Charlie, I says. How about this
3: voice? Man, that's the ugliest torn kid I've ever seen. Yeah, I think that'll work much better. More better. Like butter. Discuss. Man, that's the ugliest torn kid i Oh, uh, yeah, okay. It sounded like someone ran up and grabbed my testicles and sprang them back. All right, we gotta try something else.
9: And, you know, I always look at the, uh... I always look at the, uh, what do you call it? words are escaping me today i don't know why blah 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 um damn it that is the last time i enjoy my holidays